It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. October 20th, 2023. Lots to get to today from C Lane's final show to the annoying new way to board a plane and your Halloween costume is banned for a strange reason. Plus your calls, dispatches, emails, texts, and more. Hey there, Sabrina. A good day to you. Hello, C-Lane. What's happening? And hello to you. You can join us on the show today. All you have to do is send us a dispatch. Go to the newsjunkie.com. Hit record on your first dispatch today. And you can watch the show on YouTube and twitch.tv slash the news junkie your message is rolling right into the studio in real time and this never ever 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 happens Nothing. but we got a last minute message folks yes from, we did from who you uh, never checked that inbox just, dude just double check the inbox here it looks like it's from c lane's baby let's hey. see what it says Have a great friday you mother we did it everybody <laughs> Guys, what's going on here? Rocky, start to the show. What's, what's happening? I don't know, but I think that it's going to be a great day following all of that. I know it's got to be uh, you know, exciting to just have four hours left before the weekend kicks up, but you know, we still got those four hours to do. Right, right. So we got we to pull it together here. Let's do it! And Woo! we, we got to make for some entertaining radio for folks for the next uh, four hours or so. I'm dying here. Yeah. I'm not going to lie to okay, you. Okay, so we're all in the same vein a little bit? Yeah. What, what happened to you? But you did a pool party over there or what? Oh my God, I go to one pool party and you guys think no, about pool No, no, you didn't go to one pool party with the two pool parties in a row. What was the second pool party? You told us you were like going out to a pool mm. party, stayed up till three o'clock in the morning That's or right. something. Yeah, no, not a pool party. No, I, I'm actually in pretty good shape. I had a great night last night, ready to go. I just, you know, it was a rough start. I got too excited and press celebration a little bit early. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think that you were just about to say you're dying. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just, a. I got the worst allergies this oh. week. It's just really piling on me. And now I'm looking at next week. We got no sea lane. Sea lane's abandoning the show. Bye. All for a baby. It's unbelievable that it's happening. It's happening nonetheless. Priorities, and, man. Come on. I know. It's like, really, uh, you know, babies are kind of important, I guess, but so is the show, C-Lane. I mean, don't you have any sense of, you know, where you should focus your time? You're right. I should have just told my wife, you know what? We can't procreate. <laughs> just FaceTime with her while she's no, giving birth. Tell, tell her we could procreate, but then, you know, once the, the you got that baby in you, it's on you. Should have you know? done it like a month or so later so it uh, lined up with Christmas break. <laughs> right. <laughs> now, what fun would that be? That's no good. You don't want to do that. Today's C-Lane's last day before he uh, takes off for uh, the baby and... Uh, a couple of weeks will be uh, time spent with his new child, which will be fun and exciting and interesting. And mm, no, it'll be fun. I get to hang out with uh, 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 Ashley, who's just been uh, laying around calling herself a stay-at-home mom. Yep. You know, she <laughs> technically is right. You know, she's technically right about that, and she's getting into Not the world. Yet. Of, she's so she's funny. Get, she's she's fully into the world of bread making now. I hear. You oh know? gosh. Yeah, gotta yeah. tell you, the picture you sent yesterday, I was like, is this how it goes down? I don't oh, know. Yeah. Is it supposed to look appetizing when it's mold? 
Is that, uh, did I look at it wrong? It's a mason jar, No, right? it's like a yeah. starter. Yeah. You know, when you start to make bread, you got to have like that little starter part. It's weird. Yeah, it's easier first, just to buy the bread. For sourdough, there's like a lot more you got to do with the starter. You got to like feed it every day or so Stop for a while. Nicely. You're a good plan. And then um, and then they get rid of half of it and then feed it a bunch more. It's weird. Mm. Can we check something out real quick? I want to look up something before we get into things full force here. You know, play the video to get started and all that. Uh. So your child is potentially going to be born on, let's see, Saturday will be the 21st, Sunday will be the 22nd, Monday the 23rd, Tuesday the 24th, Wednesday the 25th, right? Is that correct? October 25th? Potentially, yes. Okay. What famous people were born on October 25th that your child will share a birthday with? I have not checked. Oh, you got to look at this. It could end up being the 26th. Just because you induced doesn't mean it's happening that day. All right. You ready? Yeah. Well, who was born on October 25th that could share possibly a birthday with C Lane's new child? Off the bat, because this is alphabetical order, we have Adam Goldberg. Ooh. Yeah. Adam Pascal. Uh, Bob Knight, Chad oh, Smith. Chad Who's Smith, Chad Smith? The drummer of the uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Oh, that's kind of cool. Okay, he's a cool guy. Um, Cheryl Wright, she's the lesbian country star. We have Sierra with the goodies. Remember her? Oh yeah, the R and B singer. All right, you're gonna like this. Craig Robinson, born on oh October from the Office. 25th. Yes. Oh, going Mach five, C Lane. You know, right after the the child is born, start introducing him to the office, and then say that guy oh. has the same birthday as you. Katie effing Perry. Katie Perry, yes. same birthday. All right. Yeah. Wow. Sean's a big know, fan. Don't know, don't know. Any bad ones in there? Any like uh, Hitlers or? Not seeing a Hitler just yet. Okay, that's not good. Seen. Uh, yeah. uh, uh, Nancy Cartwright, uh, the voice of oh, Bart Simpson. Bart Simpson. I can uh, remember. Yeah. Is she the Scientologist one? You better believe it. And, okay. um, yeah, everyone else is kind of like a, a C-lister. But All right, that's not too bad, though. There we go. It's we also my half-birthday. Uh, is it, like, dead on mm-hmm. in the year, your half-birthday? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Okay. All right, let's put our ears to the ground, our fingers on the pulse. Good let's job. see what's happening in this great big wide world <laughs> Love of Love that. Ours. Best of. And we go to a man talking to a prostitute. Uh, that's where we're starting out on our Friday. This man sees a prostitute across the street and summons her over to talk, and here we go. And hey, how much for your time? Yeah, 120. 120? Per well, hour? What do you... Yeah. But you do anything? Blowing sex. Nah, but I need somebody to wash my truck. <laughs> you think you can do it for 120? To wash your truck? Yeah, in and out. I'm not washing nothing. Really? Yeah. Oh, oh man. So close to an arrangement made. Uh. But, but she doesn't she, have the supplies. No, she doesn't have any of the things required. She doesn't have a bucket. Sorry. She doesn't have a sponge. When a hooker says, I'm not washing nothing, that's pretty uh, cut <laughs> and dry. So I mean, you should not <laughs> <Yeah>. be employing <laughs> the services of that hooker. That is a great point, Elaine. You know, he called up the wrong person for the wrong job. It just it wasn't going to align. That wasn't going to be a thing that works out for them. Uh, we had, uh, I guess, was it last night that the Golden Bachelor was on? I missed it. I haven't caught up just yet. Uh, I believe that it was, and I, too, am just catching up. I just watched the second episode yesterday, so Me I'm too, too yeah. behind. But, uh, God, it is such a treat. I think we're just this last one behind, but this I saw... This guy's such a goof. He's so goofy. Is he not? He's like the goofiest guy. He's very good looking. Then he starts to talk, and it's just he like... sounds like Kermit the Frog. Yes, and he's like, yeah. I just know um, it sucks to be a woman. Let's he, kiss a little bit. He has a weird voice, and is it? Is there an accent going on there? I don't I know. I think where, it's the hearing aid thing. 
Oh, that's probably right. I never even considered that. He has two hearing aids. And uh, what's funny is there's another woman on the show that he's been kind of flirting with, and she goes, uh, I have hearing aids, too. And she, and like, revealed. <laughs> she pulls her hair back to reveal and that she has hearing aids as well. That woman looks so good for her age. Yeah. I thought for sure they were going to be like, surprise, she's uh, early 40s, 65 the, years old, doesn't look a the, day over 45. Uh, oh, I don't want to spoil anything. Uh, oh. I don't know if it's, you've seen it yet. I probably um, haven't. She's gone. Damn uh, there, there's, there is a woman who does go home because something happens. I won't spoil it more than that. And the woman who goes home looks so much younger than all the other ladies. And I don't know if this woman was like, <laughs> the I'm Golden Bachelor guy's like, son of a bitch. That was the youngest looking <laughs> one. Yeah, that was the one that he wanted to keep around. They were connecting and stuff. But there's an article. There's one that can't stop talking about herself, or can't. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know when to not tell stories about her making out with the guy. There's a yeah, oh yeah, yeah, and and one of the other people got mad at her, yeah, and and started to like call her out, and then we got the first old people fight of the season, which is what we're looking for. Damn right. But there's an article in Mashable today, which is one of these things where it's like, there's so many articles that go out every day that are these micro problems, right? Like that nobody cares about. That's not really a big issue. That's whatever. But they say the Golden Bachelor has an accessibility problem. And they talk about how they're sharing the same house that the Bachelor or the Bachelorette would have. And because they have bunk beds, it's not accessible for the old folks who are oh on my the God, show. The bunk beds. <laughs> I've had two knee replacements. I'm not going up there. And that makes sense. I cannot believe that they put bunk beds in there. They kept rooms. them in there. They kept the bunk beds in and they had to do a negotiation for the tops of the bunk beds where they're like, who is able to cr- climb the ladder and get into the top of the bunk bed. These people are too old to be sleeping, yeah. to be sharing rooms with people. Oh, yes, they I get are. The, the sharing rooms part, the bunk beds does not make sense to me whatsoever. Like, they want someone to get hurt, right? Right. It's going to fall off that damn bed. It says, the Golden Bachelor bunk beds do have safety rails, but they're still bunk beds. The accommodations are, at the very least, insulting for 20 and 30-somethings. But for older folks, bunks are practically cruel. And they go on about uh, how this is not accessible for the older folks no. on this show. What they should ask is the producers to grab a screwdriver and just separate the beds. Yeah. They'll be right next to each other. Like Step Brothers or whatever. Oh, Step Brothers did the opposite, I guess. They made bunk beds mm-hmm. out of the same. So they could have beds. so much room for activities. Right. These folks don't need room for activities. They just need room to lay down in a bed like an old person does. Yeah. Uh, but that's out there. Also, uh, I continue on with Courtney and I have been watching uh, Halloween movies every single night in the month Ooh. of October. And I think I'm at the bottom of the barrel right now. You know, we're oh, really. Yeah, we're watching stuff where it's like, oh, ugh, what is this movie? This one's not good anymore. Um, and, I got one for you. Drag okay, good. Me, that's go, go ahead. Drag me to hell. Drag me to hell. OK, I'm going to write this down. Drag me to hell. I think it's more of a cult classic, but okay, uh, it, it, it has like a little sprinkle of comedy or just like it's funny because how ridiculous it is. Mm-hmm. And then it has some of the most grotesque, like uh, almost hilarious scenes that I just like I can't understand where the creativity came from, but I appreciate yeah. it very much. Well- Everybody who has any kind of suggestions, remember this. Courtney is very jumpy and scared of super scary movies. So this has to be just like a kind of scary movie. Like Halloween is the scariest we can get around these parts. Ooh. Lest she hit the pause button and uh, stop things. Watch the new one on Netflix called uh, The Silence. All right. With the um, Silence. Stanley. Is it Stanley Tucci? No, it's another guy who 
Maybe it is Stanley Tucci, but it is very scary, very weird. Did not appreciate the ending of it, but I feel like it's because they set it up for a part two. Too scary for Courtney, you think, or she can muscle through this? That I I cannot tell you. I would feel bad if I said she could and then she hated it. Here are the things that trip her. Are there any crazy old ladies? Sean's feet. Not physically. Uh, Are there any uh, people who walk weird? Like any kind of weird Uh, walking always gets her. No weird walking. We should be in the clear then, if that's the case. We'll, we'll check now that I out. I know what to do next time I go to Sean's house. <laughs> you just got to walk weird and weird <laughs> walking. She will freak out, man. She does not like that stuff. Okay, quick break. When we come back, we'll bust into the show full force. Uh, somebody's saying, talk yeah. to me. Yeah, we already watched Talk to Me. That was so good. Very, very good movie. Uh, but I'll take more suggestions via dispatch. And when we come back, your Halloween costume is banned, unfortunately. Oh. I'll give you the very strange reason why that's coming up next on the News Junkie. Well, it is that spooky time of year. But watch out, friends. Your costume may be banned, and you got to be aware of that. So we already talked on this show about getting ready for Halloween and, you know, what costumes everybody was thinking about and wearing a costume maybe for the Halloween show that we do this year. But we didn't even consider that our costume might be banned, and we got to consider that. Uh, any idea, guys, why your costume could be banned this year? Any thoughts? Uh, any, any more context, like banned from nope. a particular place? Nope, nope. You're just like, you're not supposed to wear it. Uh, They're not supposed to wear your costume this year. Oh, gosh. Um, because it involves blackface? No, not that. Okay. C Lane got in trouble for that a long time ago, and never, he hasn't done it since. Never did blackface. Never. Uh, we all, yeah, that's what we say now. That's true. We agreed in a meeting to say that he's never done it before. Nobody, but... nobody ever had a meeting. That wasn't a thing. Oh, we we agreed in the meeting to not talk about the meeting too. Right. I remember that part. Yeah. yeah. So no meeting. I, can, no... I dumped it. I dumped it. Yeah. Don't worry. Okay. Good. We got rid of that. Um, no, you're not supposed to wear a lot of costumes this year because of a strange reason that will make you a scab for doing so. And it's the actor's strike that is leading people to say, I can't wear this costume this year. Now, I would just wear whatever costume I wanted, but there's people who are saying you shouldn't because of the strike. It says Halloween costumes could be limited for Screen Actors Guild, American Federation of Television Radio Artists, or SAG-AFTRA. According to new guidelines, they released a flyer on how to properly recognize Halloween without undermining the ongoing strike in its 100th day. And so here's what they said in this flyer. This Halloween, we wanted to make sure our members don't inadvertently break strike rules, and we've put together some quick tips on the do's and don'ts for costumes. Check them out and have a spooktacular Halloween. Spooktacular. Very spooky. And they said the tips include... Not choosing costumes inspired by generalized characters and figures like ghost, zombie, spider. Okay. Not posting photos of costumes inspired by struck content to social media. And they said uh, dressing up as characters from non-struck content like an animated television show. So you all have to be animated characters for Halloween. Uh, You got to be Bart Simpson or... Family Guy, you know, uh, Peter from Family Guy, I guess. C-Lane could be Gene from Bob's Burgers. We were going to do something with that a long time ago. I don't know if you remember that whole thing. 
Uh, there was a fake story. We're going to see it in the news, oh, but right. <laughs> uh, we never did that. We never made uh, C-Lane into Gene from Bob's Burgers, and you can't. We can do that now. That's fine for the strike, but many other costumes are banned. Uh, Eric Beasy says a Sarah Silverman costume. How dare you banned? Banned immediately. Hammer down right to prison immediately. Now I say we put some bets on. Like, what is someone still going to do that will be the most offensive costume this year? Oh, there's got to be some. And Cordy and I were trying to walk around and think about what the costumes would be this year as we were going on our walk yesterday. We said, obviously, Barbie. Yeah, Barbie. But then I couldn't think of a lot of other cultural things that hit as hard as Barbie this year. Like, Taylor Swift isn't really a costume, I don't think. Oh, you'd be surprised. Uh, you think people will do Taylor Swift? Absolutely. Especially couples will do the Taylor and Travis Kelsey couple uh, costume. That's true. That makes it more likely because those two are together and there's like a duo thing you can do. Yeah, I'm saying controversial. Like... What frat boy douchebag is going to try to make a costume out of the war in Israel? Oh, my God. Bad idea. This, but you this know is, someone's going to do it. You mm, know someone's going to do it. How is it a costume, though? I don't, Somebody be like, I don't uh, want to give any ideas. Just, uh, you know, they will. No, 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 no. Tell us how you would dress like uh, the war in, in uh, Gaza. Uh, they I, could dress like somebody at the rave or they could dress like, you, you know, Sean? a Hamas fighter or whatever. And those are bad. That's not a good idea. But what were the other big cultural things from 2023 that people would dress up as? I swear to God, it's like I, I'm coming up with nothing. Uh, Oppenheimer is not a costume, is it? Yeah, an old soldier? I don't know. Uh, yeah. I never saw that. I'm a nuclear bomb. <laughs> I never saw and it. so is my costume. You know, it would be clever if you if you had an actual fat man and an actual little boy that uh, <laughs> went to a costume costume. <laughs> that takes uh, thinking. <laughs> That's gonna, a smart costume. Yeah, yeah but I would, if you could pull that off, I think it might be good. But I just can't think of the ones that would have been the big cultural ones this year. Um, I, I just, I'm, oh, somebody said Jimmy Buffett. Jimmy uh-huh. Buffett, I could see, and that's kind of easy. Hawaiian shirt. Dead Jimmy Buffett would be great. Like Ooh, a zombo. zombie. Yeah, yeah, I could see that happening. Uh, Megan, you know the the scary movie Megan? Her, oh, yeah. Her dance went viral in the beginning of the year. So That was spooky. Somebody says, thing. I'm doing a Ted Lasso this year. Uh, somebody says an imploded submarine. Oh, which, <laughs> that would be one. That's a tough one to do, but yeah, that would be culturally something from 2023 that people would connect with. You would have to uh, have like um, just the 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 cheapest looking submarine that you're dressed as, and you mm-hmm. have to have the controller. Right? Yeah, that would work. Actually, I think that could work. It's a little offensive, but you know, I think it could work out. Oscar says Barbie. Yeah, of course, Barbie. Barbie, we know that, but it's just that was so dominant. Barbie was such a big force this year. Wednesday that, Adams. Yeah. Um, was that show this year Wednesday? Because yeah. that was kind of big, and like her thing with not blinking and all that. That was kind of a big thing that it, uh, brought up a bunch of news stories. They're definitely calling it the one of the hotter costumes this year alongside really? Barbie is Wednesday Adams. What else? Is there anything else on the thing you're looking at there? No. Okay. No. Yeah, I think it's just all just like stuff from all the prior years. Maybe classic stuff. Somebody says, oh, Koalak says, Britney Spears with knives. Which oh, absolutely. <laughs> would be a good costume, actually. Uh, we got to go to uh, our friend C-Lane here on his final day. And uh, we need your nerd expertise, if you don't mind, Christopher Dolores Lane. That's, uh, that's doable. All right, this is about the world. You you know various worlds. You know, you have your places of expertise, whether it be Dave Matthews Band Satellite. or 
you know, other things and technology. Thanks, thanks, thanks for not pigeonholing me. <laughs> technology. And, and this is the third category where C Lane is some sort of expert marching band. He, he yeah. knows about the marching band. He was in a marching band. Very true. And then I saw this story today from the UPI newsfeed and they said there's been an explosion in band injuries for people in the marching band. And immediately, I was like, I would not figure that to be a place where one could pick up an injury. But how, C-Lane, would you get injured in marching band? Falling. Oh, really? You think it's that? I caused Just falling a down? major injury to, uh, I think it was like a quarter of the marching band in my high school. When you were the mascot. When I was the mascot, the game had uh, just finished up. I believe we had won because everyone was cheering and the marching band is making their way down the, the track because that's mm-hmm. what surrounded the football field. Right. I had no idea, but I was there, you know, hyping up the crowd. I start to do the worm, and then before I knew it was too late, the giant drum falls over me. Then oh, right behind no. is the drum line. Right behind them is the tuba dude. And they had not seen me because their vision is a little bit impaired yeah. when you have a giant instrument in your face. Like, and, I, I oh, mm-hmm. and they just started like domino falling yep. over you? Yep, it was oh. chaotic. I don't see a lot of flute players in the marching band sustaining serious injury, but like there are, you know, some of those instruments. If you're, you know, marching bottom bass drum, which I did, which was hell on my back. That's um, the big giant one, right? Yeah. Um, uh, that was, we had five of them. Some years we didn't even march the bottom one. But, uh, uh, if you had, if you, if you have any like big drums on, if you're, uh, if you're wearing a sousaphone, uh, those are things where if you fall, you're you're going to screw yourself up a little bit. It says marching bands often put on spectacular shows, but being one or being in one is physically demanding and can cause disabling injuries. I just didn't know this. New research indicates that 70% of marching band related injuries reported to emergency departments during a nine year period happened to be young women of high school age. Half of the injuries occurred in the lower body. Ankles and knees are most often at risk. Probably because, like you're saying, the, the vision is impaired for somebody who's carrying around one of those big intru- instruments. 16% of marching band injuries were serious and included mild traumatic brain injury, fractures, dislocations, or heat injury. Uh, in this category, mild traumatic brain injury, it was 6% of all of the injuries that were extreme. And uh, there's a lot of uh, talk about this and trying to keep these folks safe. They said uh, over the course of... 2012 to 2021, so 10 years or so, there was 20,335 marching band injuries, and people were getting hurt participating in that. I just thought that was a safe place to go, but it turns out, I mean, maybe because they're going crazy now, and they're they're doing SpongeBob animations on the field, and you know they're changing colors, and uh-huh, it's like uh-huh. an impressive thing you're looking at. They keep falling over, it could be. All right, let's go to you. Let's see what you have on your mind. We got dispatches rolling in, and that's how you join the show. Send yours now at thenewsjunkie.com, just like this one. Here's Jazzy Josh. Yeah, one of the best costumes for girls this year is uh, Britney Spears with the knives. Huh? It's pretty hilarious. Another one. My friend's girlfriend's doing it. So this is spreading around. There's a bunch of people who are talking about that, apparently. Uh, here's the brown pony. Okay. Hamas terrorist uh, costume idea. Oh, no. 
You take three toy babies, you take their heads off. Okay, dude. All yeah, right, dude. Well, I'm going to just stop you oh there. Oh, my God. That's, it was not an open forum for ideas. I'm going to hit the brakes on that one. I'm going to let him finish. See, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> final day, he's like, ah, <laughs> screw it. Gonna Burn just, it down. Exactly, and leave us to pick up or vacuum the ashes. Uh, you know yeah. the phrase. Here's Jarhead. Hey, what's up, News Junkie? Hey. Friday. Saturday, hey, John, a Sunday. quick uh, suggestion for your horror movie slash show um, recommendations. Mm-hmm. My wife and I just finished uh, The Fall of the House of Usher. I keep hearing uh, about this. like a suspense slash horror uh, show uh, based on the weird stories of um, Edgar Allan Poe. Very, very good. Scary, good acting. Um, suspenseful, a um, lot of twists and turns. All right. Uh, I think you guys would like to check it out. Guys, have a good weekend. Wiggle, wiggle, pop, pop. I'm hearing more about that uh, as of the last two weeks or so, I think. Now, I haven't seen it, but my friend Jared texted me to recommend Terrifier to you. Okay, that's the second or third time I've seen Terrifier, which just by the name itself is a little frightening to consider. Terrifying but... almost. And somebody said Terrifier and Terrifier 2, like there's multiple Terrifiers. Ooh. Oh, I don't know about this, but maybe put that on Hang on, let's see. Terrifier. All I right. watched the trailer for that Fall of the House, House of Usher. I did not know that it was um, Edgar Allan Poe related, but it makes a lot of sense now mm-hmm. because there was a part where somebody just kept repeating Nevermore in like a creepy way. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you know, like the Raven. <laughs> Is it a movie or a series? Series. I believe it's a series as well. Okay. Everything's right. a damn series. We, it's, it's hard to find like... Something that's just like, give it to us in a movie. Yeah, that's true. All right, well, we want to hear from you. What's on your mind? Send us a dispatch right now. Go to thenewsjunkie.com to hit record on your first dispatch right now. Quick break. When we come back, I don't know if I'm on board with this. In fact, you know, I'm just, I'm not on board with this. There is a new way. So skip it. No, we have to talk about it because we're going to have to do it. Every single one of us is going to have to do this, whether we like it or not. The draft? Uh, it's not the draft. Yeah. They don't want me. If it's the draft, you're at most risk, actually, Sabrina. Celan and I. No, I have a bad back. The army's going to dismiss Celan and I immediately. Just like, hey, yeah. Sean's too old. Celan ain't doing this. We'll compromise. They're like, we're going to draft you guys. And we're like, do you want a radio show overseas? Mm. Oh, we'll that'd be great. That for you. Yeah, I do good a little good morning, morning Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. hundred. There's more people saying terrifier right now. All right, that's definitely on the list. But Amanda does say Courtney is not going to like terrifier. So. We'll have to watch the trailer to that one first. Anyhow, when we come back, there's a new way to board a plane. And people are going to have to start doing this, whether you like it or not. And I do not like this. But it is in all of our futures, if anybody wants to fly anymore. How are they going to do this? How annoying is it going to be? That is coming up next on the News Junkie. Real about to change when it comes to how you board your flights and this is not going to be fun for us hang on i'll tell you about that in just a moment but in the meantime i got a job opportunity for everybody and i think you might like this this is a really easy way to make some monies unfortunately not going to be good for me uh sorry about just that you in particular um, wow, you got to be not racist um, to do this job? No, it, what are you talking about, man? What? Get out of here. Unbelievable. God. No, it's awful. not that. Not that I'm racist, but it's not that. 
So here's the job opportunity that I saw uh, earlier today to, from a place called Human Microbes. This is the real deal. I got it in front of me. I'm looking at the actual website uh, or a tweet about it. And it says, providing stool donors for FMT, that's fecal microbiota transplants and research. And they're saying they're working to find the fewer than 0.1% of people with healthy, unperturbed, disease-ridden, resistant microbiomes. And they're focusing on the USA and Canada, but accepting donors and recipients from around the world. So they want stool donors. And then on the page about becoming a stool donor, it says you got to complete the the screening questionnaire. You got to complete verification of stool type and physical fitness. You have to do a video interview and do stool and blood testing. And then you get paid $500 per stool. <laughs> this tweet is hilarious. <laughs> Hold the F up. $500 per, per stool sample donated. I'm going to quit my job and just S. <laughs> <laughs> That's the new way to live life, man. This is, this is doing it here. $500 per stool sample. It says if you're having a bowel movement every day, it could total $180,000 per year. C-Lane, can you imagine getting paid $180,000 a year to give stool samples? Oh, that would be awesome. I'm that really is, good at it. That's a great gig. I, I, I wonder if you get paid more for... More size, you know, like if you really give them a good I'm your one, guy. <laughs> $180,000 a year you can make. Now, here is the unfortunate bad news. Uh, at listen, least for like, me. This is something I've already done at work today, and it would have made me more money than I'm going to make at work today. $500 for every single one you send in. That's awesome. It says donors must be in exceptional physical and mental health. Ideally, son of a bitch, top young athletes. So I'm out. Uh, ideally, donors would be under 30 years old. They say, <sighs> damn it. Donors can be under 18, provided they have signed consent from their parents. You imagine your kids making 180 grand a year pooping, and you, <laughs> like, you're the parent, and he's the breadwinner in the house, and he's like, you know, he's ordering you around. And- like, so our generation saw the first people and this is not hugely widespread but it is there is a lot of people who make money playing video games our generation Mm -hmm. birthed the idea that you can just make money either competitive video gaming or just like having people watch you on twitch play video games yeah and like it's not something like our parents would have been like you're not gonna make money just playing super nintendo all the time and so you know that was not something we would have thought of growing up now Our our next generation can just poop. <laughs> what what do you do for a living? Ah, uh, professional pooper. It's like, they said it couldn't be done, but ma, look at me now. Here I go. They uh, say so you got to have consent from your parents if you're under eighteen. Many children need FMT, and we'd like to match those children with young donors. We currently don't have a minimum age. Donors should have minimal antibiotic use a specific Bristol stool type, and they're accepting donations from anywhere in the world where they have access to dry ice because I guess you got to, like, put this stuff on dry ice when you're sending it in. But, my God, $500 per sample up to $180,000 a year for your stool samples. Imagine going to college and, uh, you know, getting your degree (laughs) and... Some dumb yokel that lives next door to you in the big house is, hey, what do you do anyways, man? He's like, yeah, stool sample guy. Yeah, maybe That's there's like I a do. fancier way of putting it. You know, like they uh, in the past have, instead of calling you a trash man, it's like, 
a waste engineer. Right. It's something that sounds better than and, uh, I sell my stool poo is not as cool. No, no, you don't want to say that on a date, certainly. That's not good. Anyhow, that's something else. And uh, there you go. Now you know. Uh, let's go over to this. You're going to be changing up the way you board planes. And this sounds pretty annoying to me, but here we go regardless. They said having passengers scuffle down the jetway and fumble their way into the cramped seats of a commercial flight is one of the most time-consuming logistical nightmares that major U.S. airlines execute thousands of times each day. Now the airline with the most planes will start packing in passengers in a new way. So if you ever fly United Airlines, get ready. They say their six-group boarding procedure is going to be improved to save up to two minutes of boarding time. So all of this is to save two minutes of boarding time. Starting October 26th, so very soon, United says that after the initial boarding groups enter, so you have your initial boarding groups, then they're going to board window seat passengers in economy class without frequent flyer status. Then they're going to board the middle seat people, and then they're going to board the aisle seat people last. I mean, it kind of makes sense. You're all going to save some time. It's called the Wilma method, window, uh, middle aisle. Window, middle aisle, Wilma. It was tested at four domestic line stations in one hub, and it's just faster, they say. So the weird thing is, if you're with your family, let's say you got three people you're traveling with, you know, uh, mom, dad, kid, and you're all ready to go, ready to travel, and you're sitting in one whole aisle, you'll board at different times. It's like, who's sitting by the window? You know, the, the kid's sitting by the window. So the kid gets in line first, boards the aircraft, and then, you know, mom boards the aircraft after the dad boards the aircraft last. I've watched some YouTube videos about um, this idea, uh, the idea of, of boarding in, in such a way, like boarding um, the rear first instead of like first class or instead of you know, wh- whatever they, um, however they prioritize boarding. Uh-huh. And it's like, I think they, you said it's going to save two whole minutes, right? That's what they said. Yeah. yeah. I think that, uh, like the, the conclusion was, um, they don't, it's not going to save you that much time. Like you're not going to push off faster if you have a more efficient way of boarding because there's still a whole lot of stuff they have to do to the plane mm-hmm. before you can go. Like they start boarding at a time where they're like, all right, this is the. The amount of stuff we have left to do, what we you're can saying get is it done the, and board the, at the same time. You're saying the people in the cockpit are doing things while you're boarding. They're so still fueling the plane, if, possibly. If you, if you board it in 30 seconds, it doesn't mean you're going anywhere any faster. Correct. And and it's the the value of letting first class board first, you know, be, being that part of the package, making that money is more important to the airlines than the idea of this this more efficient boarding process and it's not only saving you two minutes in this case and it's not it's like all the studies they've done have pretty much gone yeah it's more efficient but we the, the way that we are doing it works better all right what do you think let us know go to the news hit record on your first dispatch right now radio michael seven says This has been tried before. It won't work because people never get in line when they're supposed to. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I guess if people don't, like, follow along and act in an orderly way, it doesn't solve any problems. And when do people do that, right? Like, people, any opportunity to screw things up or be slow, people will do that. The thing that I don't understand, 
is Sealand just mentioned that you know you get the benefit when you're in first class of boarding first. Why do we view boarding first as something better than boarding last? Uh, don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe because you don't have to stand in that line or be amongst the peasants in the waiting room area. And if you're first class, you can start getting your champagne on, your comfortable yeah. seats. That's another thing. With first class, you want to board first because you get uh, pre-flight drinks. Uh, that's good. That which makes is, sense. Which is something that I got to participate in. Not actual first class, but pre-flight drink I got on my last trip to New York. And I got to say... It felt pretty damn special. Because <laughs> I would think that if I was first class, the dream would be they would go, uh, Mr. Wasson, uh, other first class flyers. The plane has now been boarded and the pilot's ready to go. If you would uh, assume your seats, we'll be ready to push back. And then I go, all right. And then I just saunter onto the plane, what sit up, down, y'all? buckle up, get ready. And then boom, we go out of there. I don't have to sit on the plane for 25 minutes or something. Until we're going. That seems more first class to me. But So uh, this upcoming Ireland trip that I have, mm-hmm. uh, they have those... Are you first class? No. No, no, no. Oh. Can I tell you, though? I mean, if I only had 4000 more dollars, I would Oof. do it because they have the beds. They have the, oh, the really? private oh. rooms from uh, Boston to Ireland flight. And I think, you know, the option is there for me hey, to do heads it. heads up. When, nope. when I was in uh, London ready to fly back to Orlando, and I think this happens pretty frequently, they said, we have uh, four first-class upgrades, and it was only like $500 to do the upgrade. Really? Yeah, if huh. they don't sell them beforehand, they just kind of announce it before you're about to go. And I know $500 sounds like a lot, but that's a really long flight. So yeah, the first-class than- benefits... It's not like a two-hour first-class flight. It's like you know a seven, eight-hour flight. And if you get more leg room or other benefits for that time, that makes it a little more pleasant, the experience, I guess. Uh, so, yeah, I think sometimes they'll announce that. I don't know if you have to ask or if they generally just say it because I'll they ask. said it. No yeah, problem. it's worth it. Yeah, definitely worth doing those things. So many people don't do that, including myself. I'm very, very bad at this. You know, I've, I've told the story about uh, my friend uh, in Chicago who used to fly around everywhere and... Uh, what he would do was, when he got to the hotel, he would ask a question I never asked in my life. And he said, are there any suites open for an upgrade? And they'd be like, like in Vegas or something. They'd go, yeah, actually, nobody's renting the presidential suite tonight. We'll give it Dang. to you for this ridiculously cheap amount of money extra. And you go, hell yeah, you know, let's do this. And uh, people just don't ask enough. And I don't either. But uh, should get better about that. All right. When we come back, a teenager was offered a ride that he should have never taken, but he took it anyway. Who was the person behind the wheel? Wait till you hear this. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Well, hey there. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening to the show. And if you miss any, you can always subscribe to the podcast for free over at thenewsjunkie.com. And uh, I saw this story, and it's one of those hell hath no fury like a scorned woman kind of stories. And this woman came forward to the New York Post to share her story about something that happened 15 years ago. And she said she was at a comedy show, and she's hanging out, just enjoying her life. And one of her friends accidentally knocks a drink over. Oh, been there. And the drink spills on this guy's lap, Sabrina, and makes like a little bit of a mess. And the guy, instead of being understanding and being like, okay, you know, I get it. Mistakes happen. 
The guy freaked out and said, you're a stupid fat bitch and started screaming at these people and spit on this woman's friend. And wow, the woman said, that's assault. You're disgusting. You're trash. And then he calls her an ugly bitch, too. Right. So she goes, we move on with our life, our night. We don't move on with our lives, she says. And her admission has like millions and millions of views on social media right now as it spreads around. So you might see this. So that was 15 years ago. And she said she took it upon herself to enact a long, painful revenge on this man. Oh, tell me more. And the first thing she said she started doing was she found his Facebook page. How? And uh, she located his Facebook page. I don't know how she did it, but she found him. And she said she saw all of the shows that he was interested in. Like he was a big fan of The Walking Dead and Breaking Bad and several other shows. And so each week she would find the spoilers for these shows (laughs) and message him on Facebook the spoilers (laughs) for all of his favorite shows. Such a bitch move. And then like he would block her account and then next week she would just create another one so that she could uh, spoil this guy's favorite TV shows. And she said she did that for years and years and years. Then she said somehow she looks over in her political science class at college and this guy's in her political science class. And she what said the, the guy's still obnoxious, still terrible, but he's doing a presentation one day in front of the class and she sees in one of the tabs on his computer his uh, Reddit username. And so that's helpful for this. And she said for a while, she started sending him messages on Reddit, spoiling all the TV shows she was spoiling for him all that time. And uh, on and on it goes. And then she said she saw him post on Facebook that he was engaged and that he was happy and he's going to get married and he's ready for the next phase of his life. So she goes back to his Reddit and finds all the worst things that he's posted on Reddit.com over the life of his account. And all of the different things that he had said on, you know, the uh, different subreddits and et cetera, et cetera. She like, pieced together like uh, an email and sent it to the fiance. And the fiance was so disgusted by what this guy did on Reddit. She uh, called off the wedding. Oh, and man. <laughs> so for 15 years, she's like, you want to call me names? You want to spit on me? Revenge never ends, and she went after this guy for all of this time. I ain't mad uh, about it. That's Linda, for sure. Linda Solly Heard is her name. You might see her telling her story over on TikTok or some other platforms. After a uh, while, though, like I, I, you know, it's kind of funny that she was ruining his favorite shows on Facebook and stuff. But like, say you were in a relationship with this woman, mm-hmm. and you found out that she was like doing this and like ruining his relationships and stuff just because he called her some names and spit on her, which is t- totally terrible. And you uh-huh. know, obviously, he deserves some blowback from that. But like, say you 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 start a relationship with this person and you realize they have a significant portion of their life dedicated to <laughs> making this guy's life a living hell. Two things come to mind: a why the the lifelong obsession with this dude, and b what if I wrong you? What are you <laughs> get ready? What are you gonna do to me? Yeah. I, I think these like. I think it's funny some of the things she's done, but I think overall the story is a gigantic red flag. Well, let's put it on you. What if you found out that your wife, C Lane, had all this time been doing exactly this to somebody who was really, really mean to her one time? Would it affect you in that way? Or would you just be like, 
you know, good for you. <laughs> just, or are you teaming uh, up? You know, maybe yeah, I, he wakes up the, with his morning coffee and is like, I just found some more dirt on What's-His-Face, the spitter. The two of you together would be a really strong yeah. trolling team. Of I think to be reckoned with. Yeah, both our powers combined kind of situation. My wife has learned so much from me, and I'm so proud of her when she... Uh, <laughs> When she she looks up stuff and gets all, all the kind of information on people. Yeah, it's uh, very impressive. I did it the other day um, because a friend of mine across too the street, much out there. There, like, there's cops everywhere. News mm-hmm. crew shows up, and I'm like, send me a picture of the house. And within ten minutes, I had who lived there, the previous owner, what had gone on, and they their minds were blown. Have you yeah. seen a chick on TikTok that does this? Oh, yeah, where they come oh, and they're like, there's no, so good. no way you can find me. And then w- within 30 seconds of her TikTok clip, she has found that person. Their first what is it? Name. Is it from a comment or yeah. from... Okay, so they just leave a comment and go, you can't find me, and she tracks them down oh, yeah. through the internet. She God, that's weird. You know one of the nosiest things that I do... That I like, I've thought of apps for it and everything, like to make my nosy life a little better. When we go for walks, Courtney and I, if we see like a really nice house, mm-hmm. I always want to look up the house and see like photos of the inside of the house and see how much the house costs. And I just want to see all of those things. I'm just interested. You absolute hypocrite. Why? Oh, I'm excited for this, everyone. You, Lean in. you go, you go, you, you, you this is last day. He's take, ready to fire. You off. take <laughs> walks and then you want to see inside people's houses. So you look it up. What's wrong with that? Can I look up your house and see inside it? You've already Can, done that. No, no. Can I look oh, up man. your house and see pictures of the inside? Can I go on Google maps and look at a photo of your house? Oh, you blurred your house. I blurred my house on Google maps. Yes. You know Why? Why? Because people who listen to the show keep sending me photographs of my house and like I know where you live and like all kinds of weird stuff like that, and so I don't want to make it any easier for these people. And furthermore, you know, I, you know I'm not saying anything else on the topic, but uh, um, remember when we first started the show? I think it was like mm-hmm. the first month or two. Um, I got a picture of the front of my little studio apartment, and I'm right, and it was like. Uh, fire the alarm. Is this what it's like? I'm going to be stuck for the rest of my career. And then it went away rather quickly. Mostly because the tree came through the roof and I had to move. Do you miss it? <laughs> or you, do you, I miss people look? stalking me? Absolutely yeah. not. No. No way. See, the, the thing that I thought of, I was like, you know, it'd be a great app. Uh, you guys have heard of like Redfin and mm-hmm. um, Zillow, I guess, is a really big one for, mm-hmm. for houses. Uh, I was like, somebody should make a, an app that goes with the Apple Watch. And each house that you walk by, it flashes up like the info and how much the house is worth. Oh my and, gosh! <laughs> Ashley, Ashley, I love it. I mean, we were we were driving to the uh, to Costco the other day, and Ashley does that. Ooh, that's a nice house. Straight to Trulia or Zillow or whatever app uh-huh. she's got, and uh, and I was like, your app probably just going to tell you keep dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun to look at that stuff, though. I, I, I like it. it. Uh, like, there's a house. There's a house like uh, about a mile and a half from ours, which I at first when I looked at this house, I said, what is this monstrosity? This thing is weird looking. And then I like slowly sort of started falling in love with the house because it's a monstrosity. And it's like it looks like a lair for a bad guy. And I was well, like, uh, uh, I must wait, have this house. Is it all black exterior? Yes. You know what I'm talking about? The big giant. like yep. It's like a block of a house. It's, and it's, it sticks out like a sore thumb in the neighborhood. Yeah, it's huge. And and it like there it looks it? like um uh, I'll, I'll let you know. 
It looks like something out of Despicable Me, mm-hmm. and uh, I, it was brand new. And I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, I want this house." Wait, so are you guys? Are you trying to look for a new house? No, no, oh. no, no. I wouldn't get out of this house for a, probably a long while. I love my house. If you bought I, the minion layer, that we would be neighbors. Uh, yeah, that's pretty close to you, isn't it? A little yeah. too close. No, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, I'll just be in my minion lair the whole time. My God. Banana. If you could find you that can house. move next to me. I don't mind living by you, Sean. It's fine. <laughs> Show Z-Lay in that house because it is, it, at first I was like, oh, God. And then I just started kind of, like, oh, I really like this. Uh, I'm not going anywhere, though. Uh, okay, we're going uh, to go to some of your dispatches now. How about that? Oh, I, I teased this story, so let me get to this. Watch who you get in the car with, friends. They're uh, not always who they say they are. This is a strange one. They say a teen was sexually assaulted after accepting a ride from a woman who claimed to be a substitute teacher. The Chicago Police Department is seeking information after a 15-year-old boy was sexually assaulted when a woman claimed to be his substitute teacher and wanted to drive him to school. They said the woman picked him up from the bus stop. It was about 7.15 a.m., and the teen told the woman he was a student at Corlois High School, and she said, I'll take you to the school. I'm your substitute teacher today. Um, according to the police, the woman drove the teen to school where she allegedly made multiple sexual comments, advances, and attempted to unzip the teen's pants. The 15-year-old swatted the woman's hand away. The woman again uh, attempted to unzip the teen pants, or the teen's pants. The teen pants. <laughs> These are 15-year-old pants. They said the woman then dropped the 15-year-old off at the high school. The teen told police the woman continued driving into another direction without going into the school. Uh, They uh, don't know exactly who this lady was, but she was in a Mercedes-Benz, and I guess she was really excited. But uh, watch who you get in the car with, friends. Be careful out there. All right, let's go to you. Here we go. Let's see what's going on where you are. Here's Debs with a dispatch, and you can leave yours over at thenewsjunkie.com right now. Sean, C. Lane, Sabrina. What Hello. Up? Look up Home Snap. Home Snap? If you want to see what houses are worth. Home Snap. I've never heard of that before. I just use Redfin. I mean, and it just seems easy enough to me to look at that. And then they have all the the photographs of the inside of the house, and you can start stalking them. Some of them even have that thing where you can like do a 3D tour of the home, where you like virtually walk around from room to room, and uh, I like doing that too. I mean, I can see there being a case. Whoa! This would be like, what Corey, are you looking at? The, Corey, the just sent me the house. Oh, okay. did she? God, I've been walking around the streets view trying to find the damn thing. <laughs> She's She's a little virtual the, stroll the through the neighborhood. I'm exhausted. Uh, it's, a, it's a big monstrosity of a house, but something about it draws me in. And I think it's because it's such a force in, in the street that it's on. It's like it really sticks out. Like all the other people just look up to that house oh, and yeah. stare Some at it. Some of the neighbors it. hate it. I'm sure the they do. The ones that have spent millions of dollars trying to make their you know houses look very nice for the neighborhood. And it's a very nice house, mind you, but it does not go. Like one of the things doesn't look like the rest of the others. And it's that no. house. No, it stands out. It's like every other house is one of the little green houses in the Monopoly game, and yeah. that one's one of the hotels. That's that's the <laughs> comparison there. Uh, here is Chaos talking about the revenge story. What's up, news junkies? Happy hey. today. You too. All right, this revenge story sounds like the biggest load of crap I've ever heard. I'm sorry. 
there's no sorry there you, there's way too many coincidences lining up way too much you it's, don't believe it, it sounds so fake for for attention on reddit or wherever this was posted that's all this sounds like is was somebody seeking attention mm, i don't know for people to be like oh my god i can't believe you did that i can't believe it oh my god i can't believe it you did that oh my god you go this sounds so fake <laughs> He's mad. Like, Jesus. I like this People guy. really need this much attention in life. Go hug a tree. Who's that? Chaos. Chaos, <laughs> uh, you need to subscribe to a group on Facebook called Of All the Things That Happened, That Happened the Least. And it's <laughs> all it's all just a collection. I almost posted there the other day because I saw some ad that I was like, this is BS. But it's yeah, it's all stuff that they're like Oh, the craziest thing happened to me. And you're like, mm, no, nah, mm, that not did not thing. happen. No, I, I'm a PC says hypocrite. Sean strikes again. Sean's the biggest hypocrite for years. People have been trying to map out his house from the views of the cameras. And he wants to view everybody else's house. How is that not hypocritical? Okay. He also is has that trash not what just said? Opinions. Let me get this straight. I'm hypocritical because I won't let listeners of this show map out the inside of my house so that you can do what? I, I mean, I mean, did I, he I, stutter, Sean? Absolutely. It's like a SEAL Team 6 raid on the way. Is that what we're getting prepared for here? At Please. you have your little baseball bat. I don't. <laughs> I need more weapons. <laughs> I need more weaponry. Grab a better knife. Some of these people are crazy. I don't want you any closer to my house than you are right now. Had somebody come up to me yesterday on a motorcycle. And Whoa, the, you okay? Was, no, the guy was so nice. He was on a dirt bike, Sabrina. Oh. And he's like, hey, man, love the show. And he goes, Did I'm watching you right now. While and on the dirt bike. He had a bracket on his <laughs> handlebars, and he had his phone horizontal. He was watching the YouTube show from the day. That is dangerous. <laughs> and I go, all right, man, thank you. And then he said, hey, pick me for Fritz on the street. Yeah. <laughs> and I said, you know what? I will, sir. So thanks to that guy who's out there listening today. That was nice of you. Uh, okay, quick break. You're going to hear from on you. Wednesday. Absolutely no, oh, man, <laughs> I might. I hope I don't. Uh, you could join us on the show. Go to thenewsjunkie.com and hit record on your first dispatch right now. Now. In fact, let's work in just a couple of more because we've got some time. Couple Here's of more. Sweet Thai chili with a dispatch. Whenever I have to fly an open seating flight like a Southwest or something like that where there is no first class, I want to be the last person to board because if there's open seats on the plane, you can pick where you want to sit. Mm -hmm. If it's a very full flight and there's only a few seats left, at least I get to pick who I'm going to sit next to instead of having to sit in my seat and hope the biggest, smelliest That's people don't try and sit next to me and pick me move. to be their travel partner. That's just my thought. You may get off the plane a little bit slower, but I'm rather be comfortable while I'm flying. You're not going to anyway. be comfortable at all, though. Ah! You're gonna get a, a middle seat at best. You're going to end up with a middle seat like somewhere in the back of the plane. And you'll probably be the stinky fat guy. The other people will be thinking about you saying that. You don't want any of this. These are bad strategies, right? This is just what you got to do is you got to go in and you take your seat. And if there's just the two of you, like for me, if there's me and Courtney, we're sitting down. When the people are coming down the aisle, scoping out seats, you have to be really eager for them to take the seat, like patting the seat, you know, so like he said, you sit right here. You can sit right here. Be very eager. And then the people are like, 
why does this weirdo want me to sit there so bad? I definitely don't want him talking my ear off the whole time. And then, boom, you get a free seat next to you for the entire flight. That's the strategy that works, or at least it's worked for me. Or people just don't want to sit next to me. It's one of those things. I'm not I, sure I which. know that I'm probably the the person who's not desirable to sit next to on a plane. Well, and, you're a very tall man. And I'm also uh, quite wide at the moment. So mm-hmm. uh, for me, it's just like you just kind of accept it and you see whoever you're sitting next to. And I go, well, good luck. Good luck to you. I'm a farter. Buckle up. <laughs> Probably going to snore. <laughs> All right. We are going to take a quick break, and uh, then we're going to go to you and see what you have on your mind. You can join us with one of those dispatches that we've been talking about. And when we return, we'll talk about coffee badging. Try to see if you can think of what that means. Coffee it's a new- badging? Nope, no, that's that's <laughs> a totally a whole different, thing. different that's, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, this this is coffee badging oh, with a B. Coffee badging. It's, it's when a you new check thing. into Starbucks on Foursquare. Maybe, Ooh, could be. We'll have to figure it out. That's what you're going to miss for two weeks, guys. Oh. That's what you're, that's <laughs> that's what you're going to be rocking. Foursquare hasn't been talked about in years. It's <laughs> uh, coming up next on the News Junkie. Just a moment. Make them great for the weekend, friend. We want to make sure you're getting the best dispatches possible. And uh, hopefully we see that in just a moment. Uh, did you see the estimated mortgage on that place I was talking about that I was yes. like, I want to uh, buy this one? Woof. I saw the price. Yeah. Maybe not the estimated mortgage. The estimated gorgeous, mortgage man. is the estimated mortgage is sixteen thousand dollars a month. <laughs> so <laughs> mortgage payment is sixteen grand a month for for that particular spot. Uh, but it is uh, very very nice. Um, I did want to get to this. There's a woman who is now suing Chick Fil A, and it's because she went to this Chick Fil A a while back, back in January of 2020. And they said she's suing them after eating a black chicken nugget that came in her order. She said, after buying chicken nuggets from the restaurant, she returned home and began eating them when she noticed the meat was black in color. Uh, I would stop maybe at that point, you know, maybe not eat the black chicken nuggets. After eating them, she became violently ill, was nauseated and vomited until she had no strength left to do so. She Yikes. had cramping, nausea, diarrhea, and sustained great injury to her mouth, throat, stomach, and digestive system. Ew. She had to be taken to a hospital and was diagnosed with gastrointestinal illnesses, and she's suing the business uh, for negligence, and she's seeking over $50,000 in damages due to her illness. Right, 50 uh, grand is, seems a little low. Yeah, I feel like she should shoot for it. Well, but it's, it's, I think they just say over $50,000. Like they say, seeking a payment more than 50 grand, which could mean she's trying to get like 10 million. Who knows? Uh, Alicia says, so she kept eating them. That would be the very concerning thing. You know, if I was eating chicken nuggets and I saw a couple of them were black, I might go, let's put those down right now. Let's not eat those and uh, walk away. But, uh, you know, people will do all kinds of weird stuff for this. There's the famous story of the woman. I think it was a couple, but they went into Wendy's and then they said, oh, my God, there's a finger in my chili. And Wendy's Wendy's started fighting them and said, no, we did not serve you your chili with a finger in it. And there was this massive special. (laughs) It was a massive investigation as a result of this. And they found out that, like, they knew somebody 
who had their finger amputated and they had the person give them the finger and then they went to the chilies and put the finger in the chilies and like Wendy's. you know they plan uh, oh sorry Wendy's and uh, the chili at Wendy's and they uh ended up planting it in there and the whole thing was fake so who knows you never know people see dollar signs when they see these very very big giant companies uh and they'll go against them but maybe she got black chicken nuggets it could have happened Stoned Assassin says, here comes Sean effing up lunchtime again. Hey, it's not my fault you're eating right now. That's on you. And at least you don't have any black chicken nuggets. You got that going on. What's wrong with my nuggets? Coffee badging you is... You know what? I have been fighting that. <laughs> <laughs> Just pushing it down. it's only because we're sick in the head. <laughs> pushing it down. Uh, coffee badging is now the new thing. I'm still hearing the other word for some reason. And a badging, badging with a B... And the interesting thing about this was I saw somebody when advertising. You, uh, watch the Badgers play. What do you, you just hear? <laughs> the whole different team. Um, you better uh, believe it. This is here's what's going on here because I saw somebody advertising that they would do this for people and they requested some money. So you have all these big companies like Apple, for instance, and Apple is saying, "I want everybody to get back in the office. We want all the employees to be back in the office." You have to mandatory, uh, we have a mandatory, um, you know, requirement. Uh, goal. No, no, a mandatory goal of, of getting everybody in the office for 20 hours a week, right? And so people are like, ah, I don't want to go back. So what coffee badging is, is one of the other employees says, Hey, if you pay me $200 a week, give me your badge for work and I'll, scan you into the office and then at the end of work at the end of the day i'll scan you out and they'll think that you were actually and in that the office works at your desk if it's a big enough company i guess it's been able to work and then you get the hours as if you're in in the workplace now and so there was a story about one person who worked at apple and they had like eight other people whose badges they would like check in and wow. out each day <laughs> so the people Never, never got caught. Well, at least not as of the time that the article was written. And also beyond that, they said one of the people had moved out of the state. So they didn't even live in California anymore since they thought they would be able to work from home indefinitely. And they bought like a house and everything in Arizona. And so they like they couldn't just go to the office. It wasn't possible for them. So they paid this person a fee to do this coffee badging where you check people in and out. It says, this is one trick employees are using to protest the end of remote work flexibility and hybrid schedules. This new That's workplace, right. Stick it to them. The, the new workplace trend involves an employee showing up at the office in the morning, maybe grabbing a cup of uh, coffee in their case, openly schmoozing with their coworkers for a little while, and then slipping out to work remotely for the rest of the day. So, oh, you're the, the new guy. What's up? The coffee badging part is more like you go there, you say hello to everybody, they see that you're there. And then you go back home and work from home for the rest of the day. Just go in and get your coffee with your badge, hence coffee badging. Bam! That's how it works. Uh, we're going to hear what's on the next episode in just a moment. First, though, let's work through a couple of dispatches and see what you got going on. Here is Sean's massive hands with a dispatch. Hello? This lady has a total hate crush on the guy who insulted her and her friend. I hate crush. You can't tell me that spending the time to not only find out the dumb crap that this guy's into, but to spoil every single movie, show, etc. isn't some kind of an emotional connection. 
is hate crush a thing? I don't know. I mean, it, it could be. I think this woman just felt wronged. And it's sort of like a John Wick or the Equalizer with Denzel Washington type of thing where somebody's wronged you and you got to right those wrongs. And if that takes 15 years of spoiling their t television shows, if that takes breaking up their engagement so they don't get to get married, small victories, you add them up. The only problem is, here's the only problem I see with this, the guy clearly is crazy and a little bit prone to violence and uh, will, will be mean. So if he snaps at some point and says, enough's enough, he might try to go back after her. That could get dangerous if it escalates from there. All right, when we come back, the next episode with Sabrina, what's coming up on the next episode? What's coming up on the next episode? Another day, another week, and another Taylor Swift headline. And this one is how many Americans actually love her. Britney Spears' bombshells continue to mm, drop. The latest is the celebrity rebound after Justin and their two-week Bango-Rama fest. Plus, if you thought Ticketmaster's fees were scary, I now have a list of the most haunted concert venues. All Ooh. And so much more coming up on the next episode. And that is coming up next on the News Junkie. Week in Florida in just a moment. Sea Lane's going to embarrass the Sunshine State. That's and right. it's not necessarily uh, the Sunshine State's fault, but you know, this is just how it goes each week. We got to pay our penance. Uh, and if you miss any of the show today, please go over to the newsjunkie.com and subscribe on iHeartRadio. After the show each day, Sea Lane posts the podcast and you'll get the alert and you won't miss out on anything. Oh, no. Uh, as of next week, for several weeks, I will be posting the podcast after the show. Oh, get ready for some real good descriptions. <sighs> yeah, I like to phone those in. <laughs> I like the... This show uh, was the greatest show ever. You thought uh, yesterday's show was the greatest? This one definitely is. We wouldn't have to deal with this if Celine wasn't abandoning us and leaving the show. Do you even care? That's unbelievable. You know what's crazy, Celine? That he's going to be a father? Yeah. It's Friday. Mm -hmm. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Right. Saturday, Sunday. Oh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So five days. Right. To baby. That is pretty insane. <sighs> this yeah. is such a personal Really can't back out now. So <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very, very late. Uh, okay. All right. Let's uh, get into this. Wait, 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 what was the personal question that uh, Sabrina was oh, yeah, ask glossing her. over? I'm stopping myself. Why? What no, happened? no, do it. Are you guys um, keeping the placenta? No. Oh. Do you want to give some to Sean? He's been interested. <laughs> I'm not eating the placenta steel baby. You want a baby. placenta smoothie? No, that's just too weird. What I have to start draw talking like him after that. <laughs> that would be very weird. Uh, uh, we're going to get into this instead. What if yeah. I made you guys some, some ice cream? You know, with the uh, placenta recipe. ice cream? No, no, just, uh, <laughs> just, just human milk ice cream. Oh. Well, no, I'd try it. I'd do a scoop. Yeah, I mean, sample size like Cold Stone. You only get so many opportunities in life, so I'd maybe try to get one too. of those Ninja Creamies and uh... Ninja Creamy. <laughs> All right, here we go. Let's do this week in Florida. Giving you a recap of the most groan-worthy stories in the state. It's this week in Florida. Oh, that's right. The weekend's here. It's time to take a trip around the Sunshine State, see some of the craziness that has gone on in the past seven days or so this week in Florida. Brought to you by Motowit. Just call Mo dot com eight six six call. 
M-O-E. We start with the Miami Dolphins. And I, I know yeah. I know that um I think Monday you guys had a story about uh the the the, the celebrations the in the yeah. NFL. There was mm-hmm. uh there was a big old fine for it because he grabbed someone else's cell phone or something like that. Yeah, I forgot exactly what they did, but one of the players got in trouble. Well, the Dolphins receiver Tyreek Hill, who is no stranger to fines, he's been fined multiple times this season. For wearing the wrong socks. What? That's a thing? I mean, that is a thing. And he, kind of socks are you supposed to wear? He, I, I don't know which ones he, he's been wearing because it just mentions briefly that he's been fined a bunch of times for wearing the wrong socks. Though he has vowed on Thursday to comply with the league's sock rules. Oh, good. good. But he's now also been fined for uh, something he did with his hands. $10,927. It's an odd number that Tyreek Hill was fined Sunday uh, after the win over the Giants. He repeated a habit of showing the peace sign while sprinting away from defenders to the end zone. Throwing up... I like that. Throwing up the deuces uh, was uh, ruled as taunting by the NFL. Here's, Here's a problem I have, All right, Tell me if you guys are in agreement with this. I'm okay with them finding the players, but it is insane to me that that doesn't go to like a charity or something that it just goes to the NFL. The NFL makes makes enough money money. already. They're so incredibly bloated with money over there. They find their own players and then they keep the money instead of giving that to like a charity or something. I think they should Mm. just uh, put the money in like an account. uh, And then at the end of the season, each season, just throw a rager. No, just, big party just for everybody? Big, yeah. Just, uh, you know, just do something good with the money instead of just uh, pocketing it, I guess, is they're what not. they're doing. Cognizant of the emphasis in recent years on taunting, Hill tries to be subtle with the deuces, briefly flashing them and or keeping his fingers low and not pointed in anyone's directions. On Sunday, it didn't work. He drew a flag. And then he drew a fine. But he vows he's going to start wearing the right socks. So we'll mm-hmm. see that from Good Dolphins' Tyreek Hill. Uh, over to Tampa, a man is accused of beating and strangling his wife to death in their Orlando home. My God. Uh, right. uh, so not to Tampa, Orlando. And uh, he's been found guilty by a jury Wednesday oh, night. This is the the story near our house. Is this it? is the the guy who... Walked his dog and was like, I came home and she uh, had drowned in the bathtub. And then it was very clear that she was strangled. Yes, but did uh, did they? Did you, you find out why he did that? Have you heard this? Uh, because of the house renovations? Yeah, he was sentenced to life in prison nearly five years after murdering his wife after she refused to be a part of a home renovation reality show called Zombie House Flipping. Right? <laughs> you know what's crazy? Uh, the guy so she's from a that, zombie now? the guy from that show the guy from that show is the guy who built my house right yes i remember this yeah. full circle and then they did it was like cbs or maybe it was like a 20 minute 60 minute something that the guy had become so obsessed with renovating his house that he just gutted the whole thing like he accidentally made an entire giant hole into his oh own house oh my god and then wow. murdered his wife yeah the couple was in process of renovating their home which quickly turned into a money pit uh, investigators said David was hoping to get on this reality show to bail out their project. Mm-hmm. Uh, friends of Shanti told police that she was excited about possibly being on the show, but detectives believe she was upset with the project and was making plans to leave David. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, that's uh, it was kind of a really awful thing to do for just not being on a reality show, and uh, he'll be spending some time in prison for that. Well, we know that uh, in Central Florida, at least, it is uh, Pride Weekend. 
lot of a uh, lot of super gay fun stuff to do over the weekend, and probably. You know, this is not a, a huge win, but it's a reason for some mild celebration, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because the ex-Florida uh, GOP lawmaker who sponsored the Don't Say Gay bill has been sentenced to some prison time. Oh, <laughs> oh wow. my God. A federal judge on Thursday sentenced to prison a former state legi- uh, state legislator excuse me, who catapulted to national attention for being the sponsor of the bill that's called Don't Say Gay. Former, rep- uh, uh, former Representative Joe Harding pled guilty in March to one count each of wire fraud, money laundering, and making false statements as part of a scheme to fraudulently obtain a $150,000 federal COVID-19 relief loan. Him too, huh? Man, a lot of people got in on that. And because uh, it was a federal loan, I believe it counts as a federal crime. Even though he's serving four months, they're not sending him to jail. It's four months in prison. Uh, Judge Alan Windsor, who was appointed to the bench by former President Donald Trump, also sentenced Harding to two years of supervised release following his prison sentence. Court records show Harding is scheduled to surrender to authorities January 29th for his four-month stay. Oh, I didn't uh, send you these links. I got to get this to you, Sean, because this is actually a pretty crazy video. There's a guy that they said went full send with his Dodge Challenger, sending it into a canal, and uh, somebody got video of the whole thing. The thing leapt up in the air Whee! and then uh, crashed into this canal. You would think there would be no need to say something like this, but if you're driving a car on the road, it's generally not a good idea to drive off said road because if you do, there's a good chance that a lot of very expensive things will happen to your car. That's what happened when this driver of a Dodge Challenger in Cape Coral, Florida, appeared to be speeding. He left the road, drove through someone's yard, hit a bump, oh! and launched his car into a canal. Oh, hit me. I can tell by that uh, noise that you have seen this guy. Yeah. it's Here it is right here. Okay, he's cruising. He's going through the bushes. Wow. And right Dang. in the drain. That was a splash. There was a person standing pretty close to that, too. Yeah, so and they're like, the person, all right, oh, yeah. going to continue my uh, walk. Yeah, Imagine that mind blow. Man. It said, mind blow. Yeah, it would, it would be quite the mind blow. People say <laughs> I've never mind heard blow. That before. It blows that person's mind. It's the mind yeah, blow. Yeah, you know, present I, form you know, of it. Yeah. I've, I've heard people saying, you know, your mind gets blown, but I've never heard that something was a mind blow. Well, I can't say mind F, dude. So uh, you, know. you can not if you want. It's the last day. <laughs> I dare you. I, th- I thought about it. Uh. <laughs> Looks like all the airbags deployed, making it difficult for the driver to escape. Fortunately for him, the car didn't sink immediately. Uh, uh, because uh, he was in it was something that would be worried about considering he was in a Dodge and not a Porsche. It served briefly as a boat, giving the driver time to escape to safety with little time to spare. God, you know, I have never thought about that until right now. If you get into an accident where you drive into a body of water and all the airbags go off, it could kind of be dangerous because like, you get trapped behind I all think, that stuff. I think airbags are pretty, they don't stay inflated. Okay, I, w- I didn't know that. Because in the movies, they always stay deflated. But you, do you think they they go open and then it like lets the air out right afterwards? Yeah. That would make more sure. sense. Uh, when, I, when I say to you that somebody was arrested for child pornography, mm-hmm. what do you immediately picture in your head? What kind um, of person? A, a sicko. And yeah. they are old. Er, they look like an oblong. They look somebody, neck beard, maybe, of some sort. Yeah. What is I, the gender of that person? That's a man. Oh, it's a dude. Almost definitely you would be picturing a dude in your head. That's not the case in Longwood. Uh, detectives did not expect, by the way, to uh, crack this 
child pornography case because what they were investigating was a drive-by shooting that happened in August. And Anave Lalwani uh, was the suspected shooter in that case, according to detectives. Uh, her car and her iPhone were taken into evidence shortly after the crime in August. Detectives say on October 4th, Lalwani contacted them to get her iPhone back. If you uh, look up her mugshot, Sean, her last name is L-A-L-W-A-N-I. Uh, she mentioned she had some files on her phone that, that are illegal to possess, and she wanted to use those files in a civil process with someone else in her life. So she basically ratted herself out. Wow. My God. Uh, what an idiot. Uh, yeah, this is not who I would, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, this is not who I would picture when I heard that there was somebody with She that looks kind of like stuff. a child. Yeah, she looks very young. She's 20 years old. No, she, so was she, like, flipping the child porn? Uh, I, don't, I don't, she said she wanted to use them in a civil process, and she didn't, uh, they don't describe what that was, like she was going to sue somebody for them, or about mm. them, and uh, Corporal Michael Lorman uh, said, or Michael Lorman Hathcock said, uh, that's unlawful. You can't do that. And it would have been better if she had just contacted law enforcement. They could have uh, conducted an investigation into the matter. What's so, the guy's last name? Uh, Hathcock. Oh, okay. Uh, his brother, <laughs> Fool, not available? <laughs> or, you know, just so you know that he possesses. Anyway, uh, the files turned out to be child porn. And she's facing now more than two dozen charges involving possessing and disseminating child porn. She's also facing a charge for firing a gun. At a home on Lorman Circle, that was the drive-by that they were investigating in the first place. Uh, the photos and pictures found in the phone, uh, the investigation is ongoing. It says a girl is seen having sex with an adult male in one of them. Detectives also believe they know who the man is, and they're looking into that. Wow. So there could be even wow. more charges. So I think like it, it almost sounds like she was trying to blackmail some somebody with the with these files interesting and they said um by the way you're in possession of them which is also illegal so she ended up like i don't think she thought she was getting charged with this Mm -hmm. uh in pembroke pines a you know they always say uh, not to not to engage with the robbers and uh this let them have it this person definitely broke that rule because they say a GameStop clerk who police say fatally shot a fleeing shoplifter has been charged with manslaughter what why they were they were stealing Pokemon cards. Oh my god! And they just shot them. Oh, right. Derek yeah, Guerrero, let him go. Thirty three years old, was working at the video game retailer store in suburban Fort Lauderdale in a strip mall Tuesday night when a man grabbed five boxes of Pokemon Scarlet and Violet Ultra Premium trading cards and ran towards the door. Uh, the cards retail for hundred and twenty dollars a box. And so the, they said that uh, he pulled a handgun from his waistband, fired one shot, hitting the man in the side. The shoplifter dropped the cards, ran outside, and died three hours later at the hospital. Wow. But because the man was not threatening the person, he was actually just trying to leave with the stolen cards, the clerk has been charged with manslaughter. In Monroe County, where every other crime has been solved, a man was nabbed after he was found in possession of an undersized fish. Bad boy, bad boy. Uh, uh. Jose Angeles Montero Bravo was spotted by a deputy fishing. Uh, The 57-year-old man from Homestead was in possession of a yellow tail snapper that was four inches in length. The required length to keep those is 12. So he was given a mandatory notice to appear. And last but not least, you got to see this as the second link that I showed you because you got to give the man credit for trying. Mm. Lakeland man hides in drawers and used a whiteboard to attempt to evade deputies. Uh, he wrote on the whiteboard, Johnny Yates does not live here. 
And uh, not is underlined in what I'm looking at here. So <laughs> that's, that's what, what he an did. Idiot. So uh, you know, just uh, I don't I don't live here, so uh, you guys could just uh, go on your way. Uh, deputies didn't think so. The sheriff's office said they saw a person leaving the home who said Johnny was inside with a bunch of other people. They used canines to search the home and found Yates hiding in a modified chest of drawers. He told deputies he ate methamphetamine and blue pills. After his arrest, that's so it. He had a boner. Uh, it, it just says blue pills, so I don't know if it was those blue pills, but it was worth the shot with the whiteboard mm. thing, and that's why you are the winner for this week in Florida. Thank you, C Lang. Quick break. Back in a moment with you and your dispatches. Our friend Mo DeWitt of the Dewitt Law Firm is going to be joining Woo-hoo. us in just a moment as well. That's all coming up next on the News Junkie. Big thanks to M. Van Buren, the latest Secret Show subscriber. Appreciate you. Thanks. A new Secret Show coming out today. Go over to the newsjunkie.com to learn more. Uh, I loved this story because <laughs> I just, I don't know, I didn't expect it for some reason. Remember that really crappy, and it's always really crappy, video where the people were like, this is Bigfoot on the side of this mountain here. Yes, absolutely. And it was like a million miles away. Like, you couldn't really see that much. It was hard for me to even show you guys. It kind of looked like that new um, King Kong video game. Yeah. It, it was like that. Well, even that was better, I think, maybe. But they said the recent spotting of Bigfoot in Colorado is likely just a guy in a suit, according to a Bigfoot expert. <laughs> no, and duh. How can you be like, an expert on something that's fake? Bigfoot experts are out there, they got TV shows and everything. And I would have thought that the Bigfoot expert would be like, oh, we'll have to further investigate the video. And he was like, no, there's a dude in a suit right there. Shannon Parker and her husband Stetson Tyler said they saw the beast during a narrow gauge train ride. And they captured this video. And as I said, it's not worth showing you. It's like a tiny little Bigfoot, but it's not, you know, it's a person in a suit. Uh, Michael Rugg. The curator of the Bigfoot Discovery Museum in California says it was probably just a guy in a suit. Uh, so it's kind of weird. That How the much Bigfoot, does that man make a year? I, I don't know. know. That's a very specific job to be the curator of a Bigfoot Museum. And uh, Bigfoot Discovery Museum is the name of his place over there in California. But I would have figured he would have been open to this. I mean, like, hey, maybe this is something I should bring into my museum and show everybody the video. Uh, no, he says just a guy in a suit. He's not a believer of this one. I've never seen any convincing Bigfoot footage. Never seen anything like that. No, no. It's just not for me. I believe in some other things, maybe a little bit more. Oh, yeah, I don't like know. Like what? Like, there's something in me that says, is there a chupacabra? Like, <laughs> Why is there? that? I not knew it was going to be chupacabra. Because some of the stuff they find in Mexico, it's like these weird animals that you can't tell what the hell it was. And uh, maybe there's a chupacabra out there. I, 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 maybe there's just weird-ass animals. It could be either one. Okay, before we get to you and your dispatches, because we love to hear from you, i got a couple of things to share. Uh, one is this uh, story about a house in Lakeland, I guess, that is turning heads with its Halloween display. Ooh. Very spooky one. Over the last few years... A Halloween display in one neighborhood has been raising eyebrows. It's composed of 100 bald, unclothed dolls dangling from a tree in resident Kenneth Kane's front yard. Oh, like man. Hanging I, or there's like, you know, fishing line. It says dangling. I don't know. I mean, I, I'll bring this up so we can take a peek at dangling it. Dangling dolls it really is, is a good band name. 
It is actually, but uh, is this? I mean, this is kind of weird that somebody would do that. Oh, I'm seeing it now. Hang on. Here's a report on this. Let's see what oh, they say about okay. this guy. This looks exactly like the person who would do that. He's kind of a weird looking guy. Hang on. Here he is. Totally awesome or totally creepy? No. Oh. <laughs> okay, buddy. And some neighbors, they want them taken down. News Channel 8's Polk County Bureau reporter Stacy DeSilva has the story from the Deerbrook subdivision in Lakeland. It's a little weird. He spoke to the man behind what some are calling these disturbing decorations. He says he's trying to make a statement about child neglect. Oh, what? Okay, dude. <laughs> no. You, you don't need naked? to make a statement. Baby dolls hanging from a tree in your front yard to make a statement about child neglect? Like, if he was trying to explain himself, he could just, I think there's so many other ways to explain it. Like, uh-huh. um, this is DIY. It was much cheaper than spending a whole bunch of money. I could now go to a Goodwill and make this decoration myself. Like, that's uh, crafting for you, not trying to make people aware of child abuse. Yeah, I'm not buying that for a second. And why not just lean into it? Why not be like, hey, I like Halloween stuff, and I find this to be kind of spooky, and uh, that's why I wanted to put it out in front of my house, and I I went for it. I think it's pretty weird, but I'm not buying that The way that that it's displayed is also strange, because it's around the trunk. Uh I I assumed like through the branches, making it almost like like a Christmas tree. He kind of tied them up on there. Kenneth Kane says some people like it. This was the goth girl selfie station. Since what? This guy's a creep. I'm going to say it. This was the goth girl's selfie station. And that's why he keeps putting it up, right? Because he wants those young goth girls to go out in front of his yard, take a picture with the, the baby heads. This guy's weird. The vibes I'm getting are not good from him. At all. Let's see what else he says. Bald, unclothed dolls on his tree for Halloween. I don't advertise why I do it, but if people come up and talk to me, I'll be more than glad to give them the answer. Yeah, goth girls. And that usually makes people understand what I'm, what it is that I'm doing. He's his creepy. answer when we asked, the display is inspired by the island of the dolls in Mexico. Legend has it, a man who lived in isolation found the body of a young girl floating in water and what? collected dolls to honor her. I am a father and I have kids. Uh, Take him away. He's so embarrassing. (laughs) Imagine this being your dad. Yeah, you're so embarrassing, dad. Your dad is out there and he's like, it's the goth girl selfie station. Oh, dad, please, no. All my friends are cringing right now. We can't do this right now. Uh, No, please don't. He's gone. The best thing to do is to take my motivation and put it to good use. Kane says he wants to bring attention to child neglect and abuse. Is this good use? promoting. This kind of violence and crime. Neighbor Mac Milner contacted uh, okay, eight on your side. <laughs> the this neighborhood is something else. <laughs> Both sides of this thing are absolutely stupid. This other neighbor who's like, this is promoting child abuse. Yeah, Guys, people walk by and they're seeing those dolls and all of a sudden inspired to abuse their own children. It's a Halloween display, everybody. My God, why do we need to do all of this? He says he has tried to get officials to force Kane to take the dolls down. These dolls are naked. They're little children. And uh, they're showing scenes of torture. Kane says he knows oh it is disturbing for This guy's so extra. <laughs> stuff. I, I get it. It would freak some people out. But that's how do you, it is you know, do that piece of art. Yeah, it's, it's very strange looking. But I think the other guy was weird, too. This is a weird neighborhood. Just everybody involved is... Spooking me out. 
If that's a thing, I don't know if people say that. If it were just a Halloween display with a bunch of naked dolls hanging all around, mm-hmm. different forms or whatever, I think I, I applaud the level of creepiness that they're going for. Yeah. But to, to go, well, this is a statement about child neglect and like, oh, this dude, is not you the are for statement. weird. Yeah, it doesn't add up for me. Our friend Mo DeWitt from the DeWitt Law Firm Woo-hoo! joins us here in the studio. Mo, how are you doing? Doing great. How are you? Oh, wait, oh, let me turn you up a little bit there. Yeah, turn, turn on my I'm mic. Sorry what are you about doing over here? For what? Add Mini Mo for a moment there. We'll fix Hi, that. It's the Mini Mo. <laughs> when we come back, we're going to get into some questions <laughs> with Moses. And I, by the way, I saw your staff photo shoot pictures, which oh, yeah. came out amazing. Uh, you guys have to lots see of, Lots of lasers. <laughs> There's a, they're very, they give me 80s vibes. I think. Are we not part of your staff, Moses? Uh, you guys got a job here to do, and, and you two are studio people now, yeah. Oh, I know. <laughs> Tell me about it. I'm going to hear all by myself starting next week. Yeah. Uh, very, very um, many things to get into with Mo, and we'll do that. It's coming up next on the News Junkie. Jury duty in just a moment with our friend Mo DeWitt of the DeWitt Law Firm. Moses is hanging out with us in the studio today. Hello, Mo. How are you? You already asked me this. Uh, I know. Repeating the last segment all over again. Okay. But, but how was you know? Maybe things have changed in the commercial. The, break. the break was wonderful. Well, there's something new in the frame that you guys might notice if uh, the camera switches to Mo. Anything that stands out? <gasps> that- you son of a bitch. Why does he send these to HQ? The man's got his own beer right now. Man, we're just going to crack open a cold Mo over here. <laughs> He's got his own beer. What's this? What's it called? Mo's what? Mo's? Jury juice. Mo's jury, jury juice. juice. That's great. <laughs> uh, and who came up with jury juice? I don't remember. Was, was that a Bustecker production? Oh, it was, it was the Radon Cowboy Forest himself. It sounds like a forest. It was a collaborative yeah. approach. <laughs> Jury Get juice. Have you tried one? Forest. I actually have not tried it yet. You uh, want to try one with me? I'll try one with All you. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. You can watch us drink, guys. Oh, man. And it's ice cold, too. I don't want to rub it in, guys. But um, this jury juice is nice temperature. What kind of beer is it, Moses? It's a lager. Oh, very nice. Who brewed it? Brewed locally? It it is brewed by Hourglass Brewing locally. Oh, nice. Nice It's a a Florida lager with citrus Mm. uh, brewed and canned by Hourglass Brewing. And justice. Moe's Jury Juice and a uh, really nice label here I on it. I love it. it. Yeah, Congratulations. Yeah. Cheers, Mo. Now, cheers. T- take I a sip da- of justice. I All dare right. you to drink the entire thing right now, Sean. Mm. Chug it. Chug <sighs> it. Chug, chug, no, chug. No, it's chug. too big to pussy, chug. Pussy, pussy, pussy. <laughs> this is bullying now. <laughs> Peer pressure. It, it's pretty good, though. Yeah, I like it. Mm. Yeah, actually, it's pretty mm. good. If you think that's bullying, then <sighs> do I have a surprise for you? Oh, yeah. What what are you talking about here? We go to break, Mo, and uh, Sabrina's like, yeah, I've got this video that uh, I want to debut on the show. I didn't then, listen. I am just goes, the messenger here. Sabrina goes, uh, I mean, It sounded a little bit like extortion. If you don't, well, you don't give me something, Moses, I'm going to air this. What the heck is going on here? I thought we you're not here team. anymore. So she it's said, just me and Sean She now. said flat out, she's like, you're the star of the video. I think you know about this. And I'm like, I don't know about Anything. Trying to think about all the bad things you've done. Yeah, what what happened here? Was I hammered last night and somebody Uh, caught some video of me? No, uh, and if you don't remember, then I will say this is um, from an anonymous producer. Okay. Uh, You are the star of it, and it's absolutely insane. Is it this YouTube video or the... uh, I don't know which one I was going to upload first, so I just sent you both. Okay, here we go. Let Um, me go over to this. Make sure the volume's up, and you know... 
we've had this discussion before. I'm guilty of the same thing. I think C-Lane is as well. That sometimes we have a, a crutch word that right. we use quite often. I mean, if you guys have been listening to the show long enough, I think it was like nine and a half years ago, I created a very terrible sounding, but it was my first time um, producing it, uh, My Buddy, the My Buddy oh, song. Oh, that was great. And, and C-Lane doesn't even say buddy anymore after that. He does right? not. Um, and now fast forward to today, mm-hmm. and there perhaps is a word that you have used quite a bunch. All right, here we go. Here it is. The southeastern portion of the United States. And the actual journey of this smoke is so insane. That's a lot of Sean's. Too many. I can't even tell what's going on. So Am I saying insane in all of these? All different clips, uh, but isolate. Uh, I- Is- Is- isolated? That? Isolated. Isolated is you saying insane the same exact way. You know, I that. use that word because it's a very good descriptive word, and I'm going to double and triple down on it. I just got to stop saying situation. That's I, the one. I'm glad he didn't do this with situation because there would have been 4,000 more squares, and I would have been in every single one of them. So now you know uh, who produced that. Yeah, the right on Cowboy himself. He's doubling up well today. Well done, sir. Unbelievable for us. Yeah, How could you do this to me? it now. Uh, he, he did show me that. I'll put it up on See It Now uh, during the break. He did show me that, uh, I think, last week. I got to tell you, I was blown away that he, one, put in that work. Two, that you, I, I, I feel like we would have noticed you said insane that much. And you oh, say, I say the same exact way. I say wild more than I say insane. Oh, but there you go. Part it's two, my tease. Forrest. Like, hey, you got to see this. It's coming up next, and it's 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 insane, or it's wild, or bonkers. it's crazy, or it's bonkers, or I'll start working in bonkers to mix it up a little bit for I everybody. Love that. Uh, Moses, let's talk Halloween, friend. Let's Absolutely. get a little spooky Ooh. with our legal advice here. If somebody has a uh, you know, their whole lawn decorated and stuff for Halloween. Mm-hmm. They got some things out there, some spiders, some this, some that. And a person gets injured because of it. Can they just say, well, it is Halloween. We put stuff out. It's not my fault. Or could they be held liable for like an injury related to their Halloween display? I mean, many times they can be held liable for, especially if it's something that's hidden, um, like a jumping spider or something like that that jumps at you and scares uh-huh. you and you fall over and crack your head open. Or oh, something. that really actually could be. It, it could be, yeah. Wow. It's a hidden danger that you didn't warn people about or didn't know about. Now, if, if you set up a haunted house and people are going through and they know to expect that, that might be different. But if they're just walking up on your front porch and you're looking to, to scare your mailman, you uh, you could have some issues there. Okay, so let's say there was like um, one of those jack-in-the-box type things or whatever and you said the mailman. So the mailman comes up, and the mailman like falls over and, and hurts themselves ha, because this suck it, postman bill. You you could be responsible for that. That sounds like something that a lot of people are probably doing right now. Yeah, I mean it happens rarely, very rarely, but it certainly could happen. Yeah, I didn't know that. I had no idea. I, there's like people in my neighborhood that have that kind of stuff up for sure. I mean, it's the same reason you can't booby trap things around your house. Oh, that's booby. true. Yeah, I I think that one's unfair. I would like to be able to booby trap stuff around my house. Um, I don't think I that that like should you be would illegal. End up getting caught in your own booby trap. I probably would. <laughs> I don't have the skill set, as you know, to create any sort of booby trap. It's not something that I would be doing very very well at. Uh, and we also had that story. It was the legal story of the guy who set up a booby trap with was it with a gun? Yeah, a gun uh, in a barn, I think. And it was end up for, killing like a teenager. Am I thinking of something else? Hello? 
Did he? Oh, I, I'm not sure. I remember oh, the story. I, thought, I was waiting for both because I thought a, you told us the story. Uh, okay, then I, it is the story I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's a, it's a case you actually studied in law school where uh, a guy set up a, a booby trap with a gun that, you know, auto-fired. I don't remember if it was a barn or his house or something, but his house kept getting broken into or the barn kept getting broken into. So he set this up. Somebody breaks into it, shoots, and I believe kills the person. Um, I don't remember if it was a teenager or not. And, you know, ultimately he was charged with murder because you don't have the right to use deadly force to defend your property in that sense. If there's no reasonable fear that yourself as a person is in imminent um, danger or or, a threat to your life. And in this case, the guy wasn't even home, so he couldn't raise that defense. So if there was some other situation where um, I'm trying to think of a situation where somebody would be in a position where they actually could do that, like, it's because you're not present, so you're not in danger. That's the main issue. Yeah, I mean, let's you know, let's use Home Alone as an example. You know, Kevin was in the house, so he could use you Wolf. know, Wolf is right. <laughs> he could use force to prevent them from coming in the home because he was there and he was in fear of his own life. And you know, people always point to the castle doctrine. Well, that's the the whole intent behind the castle doctrine is basically there's a presumption that if someone breaks into your house and you're there you have the right to use deadly force to defend yourself right? because, you know, if someone's breaking your house, there's a reasonable belief that you're in danger or, you know, your life is being threatened. But if you're not there, you can't raise that same defense. What's the difference between the castle doctrine and stand your ground? Or are those just different ways to say the same thing? It's the same idea, but stand your ground can, uh, can be applied outside of the home as castle doctrine solely, um, applies to the home okay you got time to hang out with us for a bit yeah i'll hang around okay we're gonna take a quick break so we can get back on time here and then when we come back we'll get into some more stories that i wanted to run by moses and some other stuff that we got to talk about uh, before we wrap everything up for a friday that is coming up next and it's going to be insane it's coming up next (laughs) on the news junkie That's how you join us on the show. Those are piling up, and I'm ready to hear what's on your mind. Like a kid in a candy store. Over at thenewsjunkie.com. Why are you cutting off the lights over here? Moses is wondering what the hell is happening in the studio. I let Jack Bradshaw push the buttons. Oh, <laughs> I was like, nice. I was like, I was like, look, you want to see? Uh, you want to turn the lights off in Sean's house? And uh, as soon as he per- uh, pushed the first one, he goes. Awesome. And then he pushed every button. <laughs> We're sitting in here and Mo's like, what's going on? And I go, I can't control it. I have, n- I have no ability to fight back against this right now. You gotta love technology, but it is pretty uh, incredible that, uh, sea lane and I assume during paternity leave at some point, despite us not being able to email him, mm-hmm. we'll turn off your lights at some point. Yeah. This is going to be weird that we're not supposed to contact him. I mean, I'm still texting we, him. Like, Hold on, though. Wednesday, when he's officially on paternity leave, because he's taking Monday and Tuesday, and they can't, like, C-Lane told me that you can't officially be on paternity leave until a doctor, like, signs information, uh, like, documents and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah, it's like a whole thing. I gotta have, a, like, a, like, a doctor's note that said, yeah. uh, that, said that my oh, wife gave birth. I could birth. forge that for you. Yeah, I didn't know you had to do that, but uh, you were uh, saying that on Wednesday you're going to start this, but on Wednesday, if you have the baby... Does that mean that Sabrina and I can't even send like a congratulations text? Because I mean, you can. Uh, it's so funny. Courtney was asking the same thing. She goes, "But you and Sean are friends." He doesn't have many sea lanes. Don't take this away from him. This is all he's got right now. Uh, no, she was worried about you me. Can, uh, you can congratulate me. I mean, uh-huh. I'm going to okay. probably text you, you know, pictures and stuff oh, but yeah. of the afterbirth. 
Oh, Ooh. okay. All right. I'm, I'm willing to uh, take a look. a magnet on it, too, so we can get some <laughs> webheads. <laughs> uh, Moses, Celine, in less than five days, or five days or less, is going to be a dad and have a son. Uh, any advice? You are a dad, and uh, you are, are a much better dad, I'm sure, than I was when I went I through this doubt that. You're a progress. father, I'm sure. And I just just barely got by. Uh, any advice for C-Lane in these coming days? Just have fun with it. Sleep when you can. Mm-hmm. You know? What was and the biggest shock to you? Was there anything that caught you by surprise? I think the heart... Uh, oh, that is a weird yeah, one. Yeah, that, that's a weird one, but I think the hardest part is like the first couple of months of just no sleep. Yeah. You know, and some people sleep. get lucky, but... <laughs> That that's your been, just, been just hearing this for a little bit. <laughs> I can well, imagine could... though that because Celine can turn Sean's house lights on and off, uh-huh. that you're going to find some sort of way to hack into the baby sleep system as well. Did you ever try Moses? That uh, didn't you? Did you end up getting that thing, Celine, that's supposed to make crying babies stop crying? I did. Yeah, you it was, did get that thing. Are, are you talking? No, no. You, you're talking about the the white noise uh, yeah. thing, right? It's yeah. like this little machine, and it plays white noise. Did you ever try that out? Yeah, we tried. It didn't work. Oh, sorry, Celine, for all the bad news that's landing on your lap right here. Maybe it works for you, though. You know, maybe uh, it only works for certain babies. It was but, worth a shot. A listener got it for me, actually. Yeah, we're so close. That Celine's about to have a baby here in just a couple of days. He's not going to physically be having the baby. His wife will be doing that part, but. He'll just be in present. Case anyone's for the, confused. Yeah, for, for the rest of the uh, stuff, he'll be present there. <laughs> I uh, I ran into Moses's wife at the uh, comedy jam, and mm-hmm. I I hadn't seen her in forever. We're talking, we're catching up, and I had had a couple white claws, so I think what I I, I wasn't getting the um, the message across as perfectly as I wanted to. But what I was trying to say was that uh, the the my son's middle name will be Carter, mm-hmm. which Aww. is most Moses's son's name. And I said, Did you name it after? Did you name your son after Moses' son? Obviously. It'd be really interesting. It'd be a weird flex. <laughs> but what I, what I said to Moses' wife, and I, I had to have said it weird because I said something like, Our, uh, the middle name that we picked is the same as your name. And she went, Melissa? <laughs> I do remember that. <laughs> that would be a twist. <laughs> I was like, I was like, okay. I, I said that a little weird. I, uh, that's on me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, C Lane's been a little cagey about the child's first name. Are you gonna? Have I? Uh, um, I think it just ended up that way. Honestly, people know. Yeah, but Dolores Melissa Lane. <laughs> I just, I just thought of the Dolores would have been a funny middle name, but uh, no, Jackson Carter. Jackson Carter that's and Jackson Carter cute. Lane. If that doesn't sound like a damn country star, I don't know what or does. That's President a strong name. States. I agree. All these names that like it's so weird now because when I went into the gift shop at Universal Studios the other day, I go through and you see all the names, and my name is in none of these anymore. Uh, I think Scene S E A N is in in some of them. Moses was in it. Oh, good. That's, that's very rare. I never then, see mine. Carter is in all of them. Carter's in a lot of them. Yeah. That's like all, the, one of the new, more popular names. But like our names, they it seems to cycle They're out. They're going extinct. Yeah. All these names. like and, and then there's some of these names. Remember we were talking the other day about the most old lady names like Gertrude and stuff? Nobody names their child those things anymore. We've just moved on to a whole new set of them. And I don't even know if we have like our, our Courtney's and Melissa's and... You know, Forest. Uh, Forest. The Forest is a rare one. It certainly is. But Radon um, Cowboy uh, was uh, a keychain. That one. 
is a little more specific and was not (laughs) featured in the store. All right, Moses, let's talk about some things here. Uh, We've been seeing uh, all this chaos that's in the news for um, the situation in Israel and Gaza. And a lot of people are crazy about this stuff and they get fired up and they post things online. For instance, there was an ER doctor in New York City who posted online and said uh, of the Hamas attacks, Zionist settlers getting a taste of their own medicine after that terrorist attack on October 7th. First of all, those people weren't settlers in that area. Maybe this person considers all of them settlers in Israel, but that would just have them sound a little more stupid. Anyhow, the response for from Lenox Hill Hospital, where this ER doctor worked, was to fire this person. Now, in the United States, obviously, we have freedom of speech, but that doesn't protect you from consequences of saying things. Right. If somebody does make a controversial statement online, is it completely up to their employer to whether they want to ignore it or fire that person? Or I guess that might vary from state to state, huh? It, it does vary from state to state a little bit, but you know, typically, and a lot of times, you know, doctors and who are employed by hospitals and things like that have provisions in their contract that basically say. Hey, you know, if you make statements out of work that reflect poorly on you mm-hmm. or our hospital, then we can fire you. Right. Um, now that is different than you know, going against their license because there was actually an interesting case out of California where there was an attorney who was making some pretty uh, crazy comments regarding Black Lives Matter and mm-hmm. things like that, and the California bar tried to take them up on disciplinary, basically to sanction really? their license. And ultimately, was held that that was protected by freedom of speech because there was no threats associated with it. And the person, I believe it was a female, uh, she did it on her personal social media accounts, not on the or her lawyer ones. Okay. So ultimately they said it was protected and they couldn't go after her license for that. So you can suffer the repercussions of an employer saying this is a bad look for us and we don't want to keep you employed here, so we're going to fire you. But things like your uh, doctorate or, in that case, passing the bar would be too far of a move for them to do that. It's like social punishment. Right, yeah, they can't pull your license unless, you know, you're doing something where you're, you're threatening somebody else or, you know, which would be, a, a, essentially, could be a crime, mm-hmm. um, you know, taking it to that level. But if it's just purely freedom of speech, typically, you know, your licenses and things like that are protected. Yeah, I mean, that's honestly happening to a lot of people right now because we live in a world where I don't know why people don't fully grasp this, but... Whatever you post online is as public as it gets. Yep. This is not some private platform. Everything that you post online is going to be screenshot, spread around, reposted. And within and, seconds, if you use the right hashtags. Right. And yeah. then they're blown away and they're like, well, this is cancel culture. And it's like there there are responsibilities attached to putting uh, having that soapbox that mm-hmm. is now available to the entire world. One of the funny ones that I saw was there was this woman who posted one of the most aggressive statements I think I've ever seen in my life. Basically, it was like, everyone in Israel, they're all terrorists. They deserved what happened to them with this Hamas attack, and uh, they deserve to lose this war. Like, something as extreme as that, right? And then people started sharing this online. She posted it as a story on Instagram. And two days later, she said... I'm sorry for my post. Uh, I stand with the people of Israel and fully support. And you're like, hang on. Do you really? Wait just a tick. <laughs> this is a real 180 that I'm seeing here. I, one of these people is you, and one of these people is not you. I don't know if I believe this. Uh, so, yeah, the, be careful with that stuff. Uh, and, unfortunately, um, you know, if you post things that are controversial, you may end up losing your job. Uh, there is now a movement. There's a now a little bit of movement at the house where that squatter has been 
for over six months, not paying any rent, 187 nights and counting. Uh, and yeah, she's, uh, she's saved so much already that even when she gets kicked out, it, it works in her favor. But that's probably absolutely going to happen here. They said that she stayed there as an Airbnb for 187 nights. We talked about this last week, Mo, where you said it was probably because it pushed over that six months and went away from right. Airbnb that she was able to do this. One of the judges said we made a mistake here, and now they said a locksmith was spotted at the Los Angeles home where this woman has been for well over 300 days squatting on this property and not paying any rent. And to, to Sabrina's point, yeah, person's probably taking all the money they would have paid for rent each month and just filing it away, smuggling it away oh, yeah. in a little account. I mean, during COVID, that became a, a huge problem because if you remember, there was the eviction moratorium. Uh-huh. So you had people who were current on their uh, rent up until COVID hit. Or, no, excuse me, some who had been a delinquent on their mortgage for months, well before COVID was even a thing. Mm-hmm. And then the people couldn't evict them, and they were there for years. Right. And it just took forever to get people out. Yeah. And then uh, there was a worry, I think, that all of those were going to hit at once when right. when they released those, um, the the holds on those, uh, the moratorium, I guess, yeah. on those evictions. I don't think it actually became a huge issue, though. Um, maybe because people were saving up the money. Yeah, I mean, I heard from more landlords than I did tenants, and it was just basically the landlords were frustrated because they had people in their properties who they couldn't get out, and they weren't getting money for it. Yeah. There's nothing they could do. And that's got to be a very, very frustrating thing. I mean, there's bad landlords out there, but there's also people who get screwed there's over bad by people these folks. everywhere. Yeah. Whether it's tenants, landlords, they're on both sides. Even attorneys? Are there bad attorneys There's bad there? attorneys, too. Not our Moses, though. I can't even, I can't uh, come to terms with that, Mo. Uh, this weekend, up in the sky, just for you, Celine, I know you're a moon guy, but you'll probably like this as well. There is an Orionid meteor shower Whoa. that will be visible for everybody this weekend. And they said it's going to be clear skies, so you can see all the cometary debris right around midnight. And this is uh, really bringing in Celine's sun to the world in some way. Yeah. According to Earth Sky, uh, Orionids come from Halley's Comet. It says the shower will exhibit a maximum of about 10 to 20 meters, meteors per hour. And, uh, there will be a lot of trails and all that good stuff in the sky for those of you who like those kinds of things. All right, let's go to you. Let's work at a dispatch or two here while we have some time. Moses, you don't mind hearing some dispatches, Not do you? Not at all. All right, good, because that's what we got. Here we go. Let's go over to uh, Barry with a dispatch. Hey, Quattro Amigos. Hey. Hey, uh, Sean, just want to tell you uh, real quick, thank you for sending out the magnets and stickers that uh, redeemed on Twitch. Uh-huh. Really cool, man. As always, uh, you come through. And uh, just, again, much appreciated. Uh, whatever the end. Thank you, Barry. Oh, Appreciate sucking up you. much? He's, he's not trying Sean? to get Fritz on the street action or anything. Here's Daytona Squid saying, I stole a magnet. Shout out to the guy in the silver car at Lowe's in Norman Beach. I swiped your magnet. My apologies, I was in my work truck, so I could not leave you one of mine. Maybe in the future. But I got yours. Happy Friday, bitches. There you go. Uh, Thank you, Daytona Squid. Bitches. Let's let's do one or two more. My cousin Moe's has something for C-Lane. Ceiling, congratulations again. Thank you. Um, from one dad to another, a little bit of advice. Uh, take Uh-oh. plenty of pictures. You're going to look back on them eight, ten years from now and wish your baby was that small 
the newborn face, it does go by fast, man. You're going to want them to be that tiny. Uh, remember, and then it's what? okay to want to throw your baby out the window. It is oh. not okay to throw your baby out the window. Good advice. The six-month mark, that is like my favorite point. That's when they become really fun. And uh, don't underestimate the power of a plain old box for a toy compared to expensive baby toys. This kid ain't getting boxes. Uh, good luck. Congratulations, man. There you he imagine is. he ends up dispatching the kids right next to him like, so you hate me? <laughs> boxes? What are you talking about? Throw me out the window? Yeah, I'm not six months old anymore, and you don't like my face. Got it, Dad. Celine, be honest with me here. How over-talking about all this stuff are you right now? Ooh, I mean, there's literally nothing else that gets talked about. <laughs> Every person he bumps into... Everybody in the office, everybody oh, out in public. Yeah, it is. It is. But yeah, I'm in that position, eventually you're like, oh, and you know what sucks? It's still going to continue for the next Yes. Year. It's going to transfer to congratulations. And how's the baby doing? When's the next and, one coming? Uh-huh. It's going to go all to that exact Look, he's topic. He's not even looking at us in the eyes anymore. He <laughs> he's done with it. Just oh. enjoy that new baby smell. Mm. Yeah. Uh. The, the, the new baby smell is weirdly already in the house because... Like mm -hmm. you have to, we have to use the special detergent to wash oh. things with. Mm -hmm. That's like baby safe. So like, there's already a whole bunch of stuff that smells like baby at the house, which is it's, it's a weird phenomenon. It is. Are weird. you getting, are you getting used like, to it or no? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. When someone asks to hold your baby, like they could be an acquaintance, and then it's just that moment of. All right, they're smelling my baby just for the quote-unquote new baby smell. Does that come yeah. in a bottle anywhere or just new car? I've never Maybe seen like a it. Bed, bath, and beyond candle. Mm. All right, quick break. When we come back, somebody says, enough's enough. Talk. I'm going to be leaving the United States of America. Oh. Who was it? That plus a kid um, really lets a, a news reporter have it on live TV. That is coming up next on the News Junkie. Oh, man, I feel bad. Oh, did she just tell you? Please yeah. don't make this worse. <laughs> is this our fault? I don't. I, it's it's not my fault. That's I, for sure. I didn't even think about any repercussions from that. I thought it would be fine. Yeah, because you you know you just uh, sit at home in your fortress of solitude. And you guys were with me on this. It wasn't just me, was no, it? No, no, no. I'm the one that has Christmas decorations up. Oh, that's true. But didn't you still say something about it? Or was I the only one trashing it? I wasn't really trashing it. You were the only it. one trashing it. And now no, I have I'll... to be here by myself once Celine goes to paternity. Uh, what we heard was uh, we learned that at iHeartRadio HQ this week they put up all the Christmas decorations. Like they just skipped right through uh, Halloween or any kind of like Thanksgiving stuff. If people put that up and they put up the Christmas decorations and I was saying, oh, you're doing this in October? And I guess the person who put them up heard the show and then She's took them all down. She's a lovely woman. She has been around for many, many years. A huge fan of the show. I oh, feel no. like a, I don't even know how to form this. I don't know if she's listening right now either. Oh, boy. But I start with dot, dot, dot. Jack just told Celia and I that we are at fault. <laughs> You're bringing Jack into this, too? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I didn't want to bully her into taking the decorations down. That's fine if you have the Christmas decorations up. I did say it was a little bit early, but now I feel bad because they took them all down because we were making fun of them. Or if Sabrina was making fun of them, I did. mostly. Okay, yeah, nice know, try. Mostly it was Sabrina go who was saying all this Go back to the effing tape. I had nothing to do with this. I don't want to go back to the tape because I know what's on it. It's going to have me saying stuff that is bad about the Christmas decorations at HQ. And now I feel bad because she's nice. 
And uh, she's a wonderful human, and I love her. Uh, put she's the Christmas. Be the only person I could talk to next week. Until now, if I now. tell her to put the Christmas decorations back up, though, that's not going to improve anything, right? But you're going to feel so powerful, don't you, buddy? <laughs> no, I don't want to feel like I have any power. I feel bad. I didn't want to make her feel bad about things. Tracy Claus on Twitch says, you hurt her feelings. I didn't mean to. I wasn't trying to. I thought it was she, a faceless thing. She is the person in the office that listens to us the most. Oh, not no. anymore. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jesus, Sean. This might be the end. I didn't want to do anything bad. I wasn't <sighs> trying to. Moses, I find myself in a horrific spot here. Seems to be a trend. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Thank you for the support. Anytime. That's what I'm here it for. It does tend to be that I catch myself in these positions. Uh, we're going to go to more of your comments, your dispatches in just a moment. Uh, one cool thing. I don't know if you guys have seen this. But Mo is also a sponsor now for the Solar Bears hockey team. Yeah. And, uh, like, is it because you're a sponsor that you've gotten the access to do some of the videos that I saw you filming? Yeah, yeah, they let us in. That's uh, pretty cool. Like, on the ice and everything. Dang. Are you a good ice skater? mascot. The, uh, oh, fantastic. The logo for DeWitt Law Firm is, like, you know how they put the logos under the ice? Nice. And then you can see, like, through the ice that they're playing on, they how does got that the Just work? Call Mo stuff. What it's is just it? a big, it's just like a, a decal under the ice that they put ice oh. on top of. That must be a pain in the ass. Every time they do that, they have to put more decals down and then I think redo the, the ice. Ice. The ice stays there. I think they go over the ice for other events. Oh, okay. Because once they put the ice in for the season, it's, so it's in. When they're playing like basketball games and stuff, there's still ice underneath the Magic players? I yep. could be wrong, but I think so. That's wild. I didn't even think they could do that. All right. Technology. Oh, yeah, it, it, we're in a strange advanced world here. Um, we're going to get to your dispatches in a moment. I hope that you can hear this. I don't know if the audio is good. It's one of those things where somebody's filming their television, so we'll make the most of it. But this TV reporter was doing a story, and this little kid, you know how little kids sometimes will say things to adults, and they don't understand how... The darndest how, things, I believe. Yes, they indeed the darndest things, but they'll say things that... You hear them saying, you're like, oh, the kid doesn't know how mean that sounds. And that happened with this story. Let's see if we can hear this. I pull this one aside. Oh, I can turn it up a little louder than that. Hang on, hang on. I got this under control because that was very quiet. Here we go. Hi, what's your name? Giovanni. Okay, Giovanni, tell everybody at home what you just said to me. I told her that she looks better on a CP24 than in person. Oh, oh, buddy. <laughs> oh my God. What are you doing, man? He went up to the reporter. He said, you look better on TV than you do in person. And then she had him repeat it, and he did it looking directly into the camera. I uh, like how she was a good sport about it, but that could have wow. been awkward. My God. What do you think the uh, case is for us, like stream versus in real life? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling rough about things these days. I, I'm hearing that I got tiny eyeballs. Very tiny. You know, I'm hearing they got tiny hands. My and hands tiny are, nipples was the latest update. And tiny nipples, which Mo... Show Mo your nip. And I'm not going to show Mo my nipples. It's unprofessional. He's a professional man. I'm like a doctor. You can show me. <laughs> it's not the same. <laughs> the nature of our relationship will change dramatically. I have a doctorate in law. That, that, same thing. <laughs> if I do that, we're, you're not going to take me seriously. You know what? You're probably I'm never taking you seriously. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nothing's going to change, actually, now that I think about it. Can't believe uh, you set him up for that. <laughs> <laughs> I walked right into that phase first. Uh, Cher is saying she will leave the United States of America for realsies this time. <laughs> if Trump is reelected... She said she said that back in 2015. Yes, yes, but for real, 
She's going to move to Jupiter, she says, if Trump is elected. Uh, she, she knows Jupiter, she Florida, knows Florida is, uh, yeah. For sure. Uh-huh. Isn't yeah. it uh, now like a very rich place? It is. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of money in Jupiter, Florida, and everything around that. Some golf people. Uh, I mean, Tiger Woods lives there. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. he does, actually, because he got a DUI around there, which I thought it would be so weird to pull somebody over and it's Tiger Woods. And, yep. you know, ha- not have that way into the situation for you. I would have maybe like, I'm going to call your dad as soon as I get back in the car. <laughs> if I pulled over Tiger Woods, I would want to. I don't, this doesn't make any sense. But for some reason, I would want to let him go. But he's, wow, he's rich. And that's why you're not law enforcement, Sean. He's rich and powerful. He should be held accountable more than anybody else. Thank you. I can't do it that way. I'm sorry. It's, it's just uh, I'm a mess. You know, I don't know what to do with I'm myself. I'm a damn anymore. mess. Text not answered yet, by the way. <laughs> Oh no! Oh, <laughs> well. Let me know when she responds. I'm and very tell her mad I said sorry. Why are you mad at me? Because uh, you, you, if you broke her heart, this is one of the most wonderful people on earth, and a huge support. And on top of it, a very big name here in the building. Now yeah. there is. Uh, I do have rumor, or at least another take on this whole situation. <laughs> Somebody mm-hmm. said that they were talking about this on Jimmy's show yesterday. So it could okay. be Jimmy's fault. They were, they were talking about taking down the decorations and putting them up after Halloween, and there was no mention of us, no mention of Sean. Okay, so, that's good for us then. Maybe we're in the studio in, right now. All right, hold on. Here's the big question. When were the decorations removed? Was it after the Jim Colbert show Let's, mentioned that? Uh, Jesus, Jack still out there? No. Because if it was after the Jim Colbert show mentioned that, that then it's their fault. Them. Yeah, we're, then they have to take the heat for this, and or, we are not responsible. Or what we do is that we come back here early, early Monday morning, maybe Sunday mm-hmm. afternoon, and we put them all back up. And we're uh, like, Raquel, WTKS-FM, Cocoa Beach Orlando apologizes for everything that's happened. Uh, I, if we could just push this off to Jimmy, it would be a lot easier. Yeah, you know, of that, course, that absolutely. Would be, that would be the best but case scenario. Said, it, is, it is your fault. And then on top of it, when I was going to forgive you, the Jim Colbert show runs in and doubles down. Oh, uh, it could be that, too. That would be come the, up with our own damn topics. Uh, that would be the worst case scenario. God, this uh, breaks my heart. Let's go over to Barista Brittany. She has a dispatch that says, Sean and Sabrina. Let's see here. Hey guys. Okay, so really quick, because I just got done listening to the podcast where Sabrina was like, are you going to dress up with me, Sean? And Sean was like, yeah. And then he was like, oh, I've never dressed, like, I've never agreed to this with you before, blah, blah, blah. Sean, malarkey, respectfully. Mm. Thank you. 100% baloney. No. You definitely said you're going to dress up with her, and then you and C-Lane both forget, or you say, I went to buy a costume, but then they were out, or it wouldn't get here in time, or I went to and it was delayed. Order a costume today, Sean. Uh, Here's what I said, okay? And this is true, right? If we maybe brought it up on the show last year, it was a quick thing, and then we just moved past it. We didn't do like a firm, like, yes, we're definitely doing this. That's, that set this up. We're You're all going to take part right in this. Now. You know that, right? No. Okay. Find audio of me saying 1000% oh. we're going to do. I think we mentioned it once. We're like, Hey, we should get wear costumes. And then we just left it there. We didn't go forward with any plans. That's why Celine didn't know what it was going on either. The smirks on your faces was very well thought out. You thought that we both did this as some plan to have you the only person dressed up for Halloween. But I assure you that was not the case. We didn't talk about it at all. There was no mention of it. Nobody wanted to make you. And you had a great costume. Whether it was on purpose or not, it hurt my feelings. Well, I'm sorry that your feelings were hurt. How our uh, IHM sister feels. 
after I'm you sorry that your feelings were, but we didn't lock in on that. So we locked in on this. Triple lock in. You're absolutely going to dress up. Hundred right? percent locked in. Yes, firmly locked in. I'm look definitely like such on board. An idiot ceiling's not even going to be here for it. Oh, that's true. But yeah, this, this year's costume is pretty damn good. Yeah. What did you say we were doing again? You told I didn't me before. Tell you. It's going to be a surprise. Oh. Okay, I thought you told us before. Okay, um, we're going to take a quick break. Ever heard of then... someone called Hitler? <laughs> oh, <laughs> really racy. It's something I would never do. Come on. <laughs> Did you forget Moses was here? Charlie Come on. Chaplin. Wait, what's, what's it shouldn't matter whether I'm here or not. <laughs> really, that could be Moses. one that just stays off the plate no I'm matter who is showing Jewish, up. I would never in a million years. <laughs> Uh, all right, we're going to take a quick break, and Please. then when we come back, we'll do the final dispatches, stories that didn't make the cut, and today I learned to wrap everything up for a Friday. That's coming up next on the News Junkie. Final dispatches, stories that didn't make the cut, and today I learned to wrap everything up for a Friday and the week. And we bid adieu, we say goodbye to Christopher Dolores Lane. Oh, he after, is after this, the life that you know, Sea Lane, completely over. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of changes on the way, but uh, he will not be. Uh, sorry, Moses, your mic was off. What you you muted me again. I said I'm he, had, sorry. he had a good run. I have so many things I have to remember to push her, like you know, click on and do all this stuff. Mm. Uh, he did have a good run, but uh, today's his last day. Do you have like one more day before the baby comes to completely black out? Uh, not really. Mm. Uh, because what's uh, on the schedule before that? Do you have a lot of stuff to do to prepare? Not really. We, we, we're having brunch tomorrow. You know, we're just kind of going to take it easy. Mm-hmm. Have all. you had your bachelor party yet? Uh, you know, he really uh, wanted one. Every, <laughs> every weekend was a bachelor party, pretty much. <laughs> he really was excited for a bachelor party at one point in time, and then uh, it, it didn't happen for him for some reason. Um, but what are, you, what are you doing tonight, Sea Lion? Yeah, we could make this. <laughs> Let's happen. do it, guys. Let's go to Rachel's. Oh, I throw at Rachel's. <laughs> Do you throw at dancers? Uh, I don't Maybe know which both. one of those is nicer. Is dancers a nice place? Uh, I I think it's great. I mean, I'm a huge fan of it. <laughs> they I've just redid been. it after. Remember, well, Rachel's fire. has steak. I'll bring yeah. steak in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> How good could the steak actually be, though, at a strip People club? People say it's great. Really? I, I mean, uh, Man. the bungalow and the bus, I think, went there for and did an episode there. Oh, did favorite. they? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I ran into him uh, the other day, but as Brenda, his drag queen persona. Oh, uh, bungalow? Yeah. yeah or, uh, Brendan O'Connor. Yeah, that's what he's doing. Okay. And then we go to hug, and I just, like, I get home, and I have, like, lipstick all on my cheek. <laughs> They're still pink on my sweater. It's a lovely, lovely person. Uh, I think he was at the poker tournament like that, if I recall yeah, correctly. I, it's just all kind of a blur for me that whole night, but uh, here we Good are. Good times, though. Plus, I'm over here just drinking on my Moe's Jerry Juice, so you know I'm sinking myself into the weekend with this thing. This is actually really good. Where are you going to have these for people, Mo? Uh, we don't know yet, but if you, uh, we'll announce it on Facebook. So if you follow Dewitt Law Firm on Facebook, we'll have some some events and giveaways and all that kind of fun stuff on there. Where we'll start giving it away. It's tasty. I could really slam that whole thing. If only you could put it on shop.justcallmo.com. Yeah, be... yeah, some legalities there. Is that but... against the law? I, yes. I tried to buy yeah. vodka for C Lane online, and they took my monies, but then I never got any vodka. Oh, and uh, they, but they did where have a did website where they could sell from? them. It was like some liquor store online. And you can see all like the stuff that they have, all the different items, and you can put stuff in your shopping cart and buy them. Sabrina, you know how Sean like doesn't pay attention to uh, quantities right. and sizes of Dimensions. things. He uh, tried to order me 
a bottle of dude vodka because I mentioned it on the show one time that I used to like to drink it, it and it tasted like Mountain Dew if you mix it with soda. He bought. He didn't even look at the fact that it cost five dollars. <laughs> it was like a, the shipping was five dollars. The shipping was forty, <laughs> and the actual <laughs> vodka was five dollars because he was buying like a a three hundred and seventy five milliliter. It was like almost that an airplane sense. bottle mm-hmm. of dude, and because it, it never came in, and he he sent me the. He sent me the the cancellation Thought letter, and he goes, "Well, I give up." And I go, "That's what you were buying forty dollars to ship a tiny bottle of vodka." I didn't know. I thought it was the big regular size bottle. One and of my favorites was like you had this big trophy and this idea to give one trophy out, mm-hmm. and you accidentally bought fifty tiny trophies. <laughs> That's true. That's a true story. The, the one that pissed me off the most was. I found this coffee table. I don't know if this has ever oh, happened to yeah. you, Moses. The little tiny and one. Yep. the coffee table was so cool, and I loved it, and I was like so excited for it. And when it came, it was the tiniest thing you've <laughs> so ever seen. Tiny. It was like two inches off the floor. It was for <laughs> like um, the uh, elves in the tree that I. Yeah, think it was like it would look r- ridiculous when you put it next to a couch or something. But I just assumed it was the normal size that all the other coffee tables were. I don't know. My oh, wife is hey. like that. All right, let's. Do Lane, the stories. Love you. Can't wait to yeah. see you as a papa. Good luck with everything. Yeah. You know, let us know what's uh, going on when it's convenient for you, and we will not email you or or talk to you I'm about any more things. And I can't send you a, like the weekend edition outline. Oh my god. Oh yeah, get ready, folks. For the next <sighs> two weeks, it's going to be chaos as I try to figure out what C Lane does. Yeah, he's got a lot of buttons, so mm-hmm. we'll have to find out the source of all, all those kinds of buttons. <laughs> Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. J- don't let Jack do that next time. He, <laughs> very, very excited about turning off the lights of the studio over here. All right. Let's do the stories that did make the cut brought to you by Nations Trucks. And you can find the truck of your dreams. It's right there on the lot. Go to nationstrucks.com right now. Big trucks, lifted trucks, work Some trucks. as big as your head. Whatever you want. They got it for you at nationstrucks.com. Let's see here. I'm trying to see what uh, we should uh, talk about. None of them are about to make the cut. No, I mean, these are like all really doom and gloom. Oh, John Stewart's show got canceled over oh. on Apple Plus. The problem with him? He the problem with John Stewart got canceled, yes. And they said he was going to do a show about China and they think that's why Apple oh. shut it down. They didn't want him to do anything about China cuz it would hurt their company. All right, here we go. Let's get the hell out of here. Let's do today I learned. The following information may make you feel smarter but will not actually increase your IQ. So don't get cocky. Now it's time for what we call Today I Learned. It is Today I Learned for a Friday, October 20th, 2023. Today I Learned sponsored by J. David Tax Law. Peace of mind is only a click or a phone call away. Mo, you got this. I do not. I feel it. You got it today. You're going to get all these right. He tells you this every week, Moses. He never says this is your week. (laughs) Start practicing. Uh, This band right here. Nirvana. Leonard Skinner. Leonard Skinner is correct. Uh, Leonard Skinner's final album featured the band engulfed in flames on the cover. It was released just three days before their fatal plane accident that took the lives of several members of the band. The album was quickly pulled and the cover was replaced, but was later restored. Some of those became collectibles after that. Uh, today I learned, you know what a dab is? Doing a dab? Yeah. Uh, the dance move or the yeah. weed? A dance move thing. Sure, you know? yeah. That was made illegal in Saudi Arabia. You cannot dab <laughs> okay. in Saudi Arabia. If you do, you what can do you go to jail. For, man? 
Dabbing is a, not a good reason to go to jail, I don't think. Today I learned this song. Nirvana. Correct. During the making of Thriller by Michael Jackson. The Nirvana song. I should have just made one of them Nirvana so we could have got it right. Uh, Michael Jackson's song, the sound engineer Bruce Sweetian set up tape recorders around his Great Dane in a barn overnight so we could record some howling sounds. But the... The dog didn't howl, so they needed somebody to do it. Michael Jackson said, I got this. And he did the howls himself. I must say, he's a pretty good howler. Did an excellent job at that. All right, today I learned this band. Nirvana. I know he could do it. Today I learned the northernmost inhabited place in the world is a place called Alert in Canada. The armed forces stay there all year round in tours, and it's usually about negative 17 degrees. Sounds lovely. Mo, thanks for hanging out with us. We thanks do appreciate you. And today I learned this band, or this song. Bye-bye, uh, war. Bye-bye. Yeah, you're close enough. You got this song. Na-na-na-na. Hey, hey, kiss him goodbye. Was recorded in one take. They just no. said, let's go, roll. And they recorded this song. See, Lamb, we'll see you in a while. Yeah. Have fun. Best Enjoy love, yourself. We'll do. Yeah. All the luck in the world to you and your wife. Uh, I'm sure everything's going to go perfectly, and we are going to be thinking about you while you're gone. Uh, I'll and, be uh, thinking about you, uh, so, some of that part. Some, yeah. Some, yeah, some, some of it. This is great. <laughs> I don't believe you. Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate it. We'll be back on Monday, same time, same place. If you missed any of the show, get the podcast in the new junkie.com. We'll see you next week. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.